You probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast, the Coach JB Show, uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion as well. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM magazine. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about JB. I've got a on my shoulder. Trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back right. Hello, everybody. Happy Menace Monday at the Coach JB Show. I am Sarah Blake. We have a fun-filled, action-packed show for you today. As always, would you expect anything less? So without further ado, I would like to bring on my favorite person, Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? I appreciate everybody. Sarah, what's up? Good to see you. No hurricane damage. You're all good in one piece. You got power. You got cell phone coverage. You got fucking Boost Mobile. Everything's working, I hope. (laughs) I'm back to living civilized. (laughs) Um. Man, we had a good big time guest coming on, um, and uh, now he can't, he, can't, he cannot do it. So I might as well let you know. Will Levis was joining us, and shut up. Yeah, he was joining us. I'm actually talking to him right now, so I'm gonna let the cat out the bag. He was joining us today. He can't do it. They're not gonna let him do it right now, PR wise. I kind of figured that. Um, so we'll continue to talk and see what happens uh, later on, but. That's what was going to happen today, and I was going to do that just for you. Um, so, you know, I was going to do it just for you to piss you off. But, uh, no, nah, he's a great kid. We've been talking a lot. Uh, I talked to him on the phone for like an hour last night, man. He's a good kid. Um, watching Are you going to help him? Huh? Are you going to help him? Uh, yeah, I'll help him however I can. So, you know. It, it was he a good deal. It. it was a good deal. It would have been good to have him on. He was. He wants to come on. He's a big fan. He wants to come on. My right tackle is his right tackle. At, 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 at he got hurt actually right before the play that he got the strip sack on. So we talked about that last night. A kid named Jeremy Flax was at Indy with me, my my JUCO, and uh, he actually um, he actually basically uh, got a cramp against the, in that game they had to replace him at right tackle and he gets strip sacked the very next play so we were gonna talk about all that but i figured during the season that their pr wasn't going to allow him to come on um and i didn't want to get him any any trouble or anything so um i appreciate him he's been transparent we we had a good conversation last night but i was going to do that to piss you off so that was uh I know, Christian. Christian Harris is very upset because he would have loved to see that show. He's probably only here today because of that. So, little fucker. But um, 
So we'll, we'll work on getting him back in, but he's a uh, friend of the program, so it's good to see him. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV50. Get you 50% off welcome bonus. All games are in full swing. Monday Night Football, Rams and Niners Crosstown Rivalry. Not Crosstown. Uh, California Rivalry. North versus South. Uh, we don't like any of them motherfuckers up north. Uh, I got the Rams tonight. We're going to bet it all, though. But first, let's get right to it. Um, let me get you the quote of the day before we get started and bring in two great guests today. Um, two football heads. Two great, um, extraordinarily, very, very well-spoken gentlemen. Quote of the day. Every morning you have two choices. Continue to sleep with your dreams or wake up and fucking chase them. That is what it is. Go ahead and keep sleeping and staying asleep and chasing your dreams in your bed while you uh, turn over and roll over and have fucking wet dreams or get your ass up and go chase real ones. Um, that is really the quote of the day at the end of the day. Um, oh, man, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get right into it. We're going to get our main man, uh, Zach, in here on Minutes Monday. Zach, my friend, what's happening? What's up, man? Man, same old shit. Different toilet bowl, man. Uh, I don't know if you know Matt McChesney, Colorado alum. He's, he runs a big-time academy out in Colorado. Uh, I got to get him on your show as well. Um, he's going to join us as well. Big Matt, what up, dog? What's up? What's happening? What's happening? Man, same old, same old. Um, we got a lot to discuss, man. We got Colorado firings. We already knew about that. Um, we have a Wisconsin firing. No other better than to talk to Zach about that. Um is that an unexpected firing in Paul Christ or what? I mean, you, you're Wisconsin, right? You can't throw the ball, never have been able to. Everyone knows that. And you roll out against Illinois and rush for two total yards. Two. Like, damn. It's bad. It's really bad. But his his last, what, six years? He's been to a few big yeah, he, bowl games. I mean, he's he's. You know what I really think it is? I think Wisconsin knows it's a pivot point in college football right now. I mean, they they spend the second less least amount of money in the Big Ten on recruiting. You know, they, they Paul Chris did an amazing job. I mean, he went what six and one in bowl games. I mean, ten win seasons pretty regularly, nine ten wins. But just you know, last year won eight games and starts off with two two quick losses like this, and the way they lost to Illinois too, it's just it was a it was a bad look. And I think they're going to try to. Try to use this to get some momentum with some NIL money to to raise for recruiting and then and then try to get, you know, somewhat of a big name. And honestly, what I really think it is, I think they love Jim Leonard and they think he's gonna be a great head coach. And they viewed this as all right, Paul Chris gave us a reason to fire him. If we fire him now, Jim Leonard has a long ass season to build a body of work to give us a reason to hire him and, and retain him as the the full time head coach. Um I like Jim Leonard as the coach. I think he's I gonna do, do a great job. Uh, he runs the defense anyway. And, and look, the, the players can be as upset as they want to be. They're underperforming, and the head coach gets the ax, and that's that's what it is. Wisconsin, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're spoiled. They, they want to be an upper echelon Big Ten program, and they are in the West. I mean, they run, right. they run that division pretty much. Um, just, you know, with the, the common – theme that we've talked about on this coat on, on coaches show so many times is you know careful what you wish for Oklahoma yeah. Texas going to the SEC careful what you wish for you know yeah. Wisconsin you know firing a coach that's pretty established that's won you a ton of games because he's struggling a little bit careful what you wish for I'm not saying Jim yeah. Leonard can't do the job but I mean come on so uh it, it's a it's that's a stretch 
Jermaine it, it reminds me. It reminds me of when Glenn Mason got fired from Minnesota or Solomon, like, Nebraska. Yeah, it's like, like after you... eleven wins. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming into your neck of the woods, Matt. Carl Durrell gets the boot. Zero and five. Uh, only team un- defeated actually in the Pac-12. Uh, that was writing on the wall. We all knew that. Did he get a short into the stick? Was he kind of ra- uh, railroaded here? You know, we really didn't no. expect much from him. Uh, Colorado no. don't want to spend money, and they don't I mean, want to invest. So is he really thrown to the wolves kind of when he got the job when Tucker left? No, he's not thrown to the wolves. You have an opportunity to go be a Division One head coach, and you're making millions of dollars. No one's – look, as an alum that was there in the Big 12 days, no one at CU is, is looking for – we're not trying to go 11 and 0, 12 and 0 every year. We just want a respectable football program that can compete. I, you know that that's all I'm looking for. That's all we're looking for. That I, I'm pretty sure that's with the exception of maybe 10 programs in the country. That's all anybody's looking for, man. I just want to win eight or nine games a year, or if we do have a down year, at least compete your ass off in games and be proud of your school. Be able to sing the fight song a couple times a year. Take your kids to Folsom and like camp. But 0 and 5 and the point differential the way it was and the way that the players completely shut down on the coaching staff, it it's it's both it's the players' fault and the coach's fault. Coach Wilson, the defensive coordinator, was also fired and and he was my position coach the whole time I was there for five years, way back in the day, and he can't coach the way he used to. And you know why. And, Coach, you know why. Let, let's be real. Coach Wilson at the University of Colorado can't coach the way he used to. Carl Terrell's not a rah-rah coach. He's never been that guy. But if you look at Wilson, he is that guy. And he couldn't get the defense to play for him a lick. Uh, the, the thing that I would ask those players is, if you were going to Colorado School of Mines up the street in Golden, I could believe you when you say you want to go out into the gas and oil companies and make six figures and, you know, and, and that's your that's your future. But if you go to the University of Colorado, you probably went there with aspirations to play on Sunday. At least that's why I went there. I don't know why anybody like, like that's kind of the goal. Um, so I would ask every player on the team, do you think that giving up 670 yards to Arizona is just a coach's fault or – can none of you play a lick? <laughs> so right, it's bad. So Sarah, it goes both ways, man. It's not always the coaching, and it's not yeah. always the players. But right now, it's a perfect combination of just yeah. Fuck up. I've never seen it this bad before in my life. It's terrible. Sarah, who's better, Tennessee or KU? Zach, where are you at? I got <laughs> hey, I'm fucking liking this KU team, man. I like what's going on. Uh, I don't believe they're ready for Tennessee yet, but I think they're getting there. Um. I, I am taking them to beat TCU, man. I think that, and if they win TCU, Zach, I'm putting thirty. I'm putting three racks on them to win the Big Twelve. The payout is they thirty. Barely grand. beat Iowa State. The pay. So what? Iowa State's tough win. TCU's undefeated though, too, man. TCU's rolling. Yes, they hey, are. So, so, I, so I have a good friend at TCU, and he sent me their. Uh, you know, everybody has these Zephyr reports of how fast people run. They had eleven kids break twenty-one miles an hour in the game on Saturday. Oh, like filthy, filthy fast. They they are so fast, start to finish, and 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 Dykes have got them rolling. He he brought in he brought in that system from SMU, and it fits them perfectly. Okay. Uh, I love Kansas though too. Kansas is an inspiration mm-hmm. for me right now, being three and twenty seven the last three years, 
and now being five and zero. So it just goes to show you, it doesn't take long with the transfer portal. If you hire a coach that knows what he's doing, man, I, I really think you can turn things around. And and uh, a guy that at CU that I would keep an eye on is a guy named Tony Alford, who played at Colorado State back in the day, who knows that boy and has Colorado roots and. I think could be a good changeup because I don't think hiring Eric Bieniemy from the NFL is a very good idea right now. Oh <laughs> if God. you want somebody that's not going to yell at a kid, don't hire EB. No, no doubt. <laughs> hey, Zach, uh, 10 out of the top 25 teams in the AP, 25 lost this weekend. Um, Georgia Tech fires a coach and fuck around and beat Pittsburgh. Um <laughs> I've been saying it, guys. Watered down fucking league. A watered down college football landscape. What do you have to say? Ten top ten teams. A&M gets drugged again by a pass-happy Mississippi State. And Ohio State continues to roll in Zach's neck of the woods. Uh, Michigan State loses three in a row. Mel Tucker's making nine mil. Um, his ass should have stayed at fucking Colorado. What do you think, Zach? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's college football. This is what always happens, right? Because the people that rank these teams have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And they, they put a team like Texas A&M in the top 25 because they spent $30 million on a recruiting class, and they don't realize those kids are 18. They're not fucking playing. They're, they're not even on the field yet. Like, what, they're good because they, they finished number one on Rivals.com? It's, just, it's a joke. <laughs> but it is college football. I mean, there's going to be four or maybe five teams that have a chance to win it all. And then the difference between five and 25 is almost negligible. Like if they play, if, if a ranked team, I'll say five to 30, if any of those teams play, either team could win. What, what's your just, take on Missouri almost beating Georgia? Yes. Georgia struggled two weeks in a row. Two and, weeks and, in a row. And they made me Penn look like State. an idiot when I, when I all mm-hmm. off season, I said, listen, just don't expect them to be last year. Like they had to replace nine defensive starters to the NFL. I mean, they were, I was like, they're, they're going to, they'll probably fuck around and lose two games. They came out and blew out Oregon, blew out Spencer Rattler. And I'm like, oh shit, that made me look stupid. So hey, at least they're starting to make it look like I might know what I'm talking about. Let, <laughs> let's play a game real quick. I want to rank the top five power five conferences with you and with you and Matt. Uh, yep. SEC, Bama 5-0, Georgia 5-0, Ole Miss 5-0, Tennessee 4-0. That's the undefeated. Those four teams in the SEC got Kentucky at 4-1, LSU at 4-1, and Mississippi State at 4-1. Uh, I believe everybody under that is garbage. A&M, Arkansas, South Carolina, <laughs> Missouri, Vandy, and Florida. I think you take them out. You got those undefeated and those top-ranked teams. Let me compare those real quick to the Pac-12. We got UCLA, SC, and undefeated. Utah 4-1 who lost to a shitty Florida team. Washington who just got drugged by UCLA, which was shocking to me. Washington State at 4-1. And Oregon at 3-1 after getting fucking obliterated by Georgia game one, uh, who looks now like they're beatable. Um, Pac-12, SEC, obviously, uh, we know there's no comparison in the overall landscape of things. Um, Going on over to Big Ten, Ohio State 5-0. Uh, Michigan undefeated, uh, Penn State undefeated, um, Michigan State looks like they are not, we thought they were going to make the conference a lot better, they actually have made it worse. Um, where do you stand on on the best teams right now? Clemson just stayed undefeated in the ACC, and a Syracuse team who nobody knows about, because really, to this day, they haven't fucking beat anybody, and they're Wagner, undefeated. 59-0, Wagner. <laughs> yeah, Wagner. Um, is that I mean, to be fair, Michigan beat Hawaii, Colorado State, and UConn. Right. So. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. No uh, 
Let me let me ask you this question. Let's, I just want to play this real quick. I'm going to ask you guys, legit, hyped, or to be determined, um, Bama, are they legit, are they hyped, or is it still yet to be determined? They're legit. Yeah, they're, they're definitely legit. I mean, will they win it all? That's yet to be determined, but they're definitely legit. They're jo- legit. Georgia. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Um, yeah, just one, one, one toe stub at Missouri would have looked a lot worse if it was reverse score, but they came back and won. That place is not like – it's not like they went to Missouri at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning and were excited to play there. Let's be real. <laughs> no doubt. Ole Miss. Very intriguing team. Ole Miss, uh, they've, me and Zach talked about them several times. They've struggled mildly against a bunch of no-names, Tulsa, Arkansas State, etc. I thought they looked pretty good on defense, uh, which is shocking to me, holding Kentucky down. Uh, are, is Ole Miss – a legit team, or, or, or are they hyped? I think they're hyped. I'm going to go with hype, too. I think if Kentucky plays with any kind of poise and, and Levis isn't trying to push the ball all over the place, they win. Uh, and, I mean, they're mad at Lane Kiffin for pushing a kid that acted like a total douche. That kid was acting like an asshole. On the <laughs> field. Honestly, a, play, a, 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 a former player or a, a player on the team should have whipped his ass instead of the coach. I mean, that should be a player job right there. The head coach shouldn't have to do that. So that tells me that they're kind of a fraud, in my opinion. Uh, Zach, I want you to answer this for Sarah. Tennessee, 4-0. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, I'm buying the hype in Tennessee. And I've, I've been riding Tennessee since since I watched Hendon Hooker play Georgia last year. And I think they're a better version of, the, of, of, of last year's team. And I think Georgia's beatable. And so – are they going to beat Bama and Georgia? No, of course not. But I think they lose to Bama and upset Georgia, and you're looking at maybe an 11-1 and team. That's that's a hell of a year for, for Tennessee. I mean, they could be playing Georgia for the East and a yeah. chance to go play in you know the SEC title game, and I'm pretty sure any Tennessee fan will take that. And, and that's, oh, yeah. that's all you want is a chance. In college football, all you want is the illusion of a chance for your fan base so everybody can talk shit until rivalry time comes and you win or you lose. That's all called football Until you is. get drugged by Bama for a second time in, in Atlanta. You're like, well, we're going to fucking get him this year. And you're like, fuck. Um, Clemson. Is Clemson for real, legit, or overhyped? I know Zach's still not sold. I don't know if I am. I, they keep getting by, but, but fuck me. They don't look good doing it. I mean, I they're in they're, the ACC. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They're legit in the ACC. They're overhyped in the playoff. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, UCLA and SC coming out west. Both undefeated. Um, <laughs> is this a fucking serious conversation? I mean, they're both undefeated. I mean, well. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. We're la- we're all laughing, no. and it's crazy. No, I, no. I actually UCLA have to say, they could combine and they couldn't be fucking Alabama. <laughs> hey, I, I get you. And but listen, Zach, you got to be real. UCLA impressed me uh, by jumping out on Washington because we've both been impressed by Washington. UCLA impressed me like, fuck, I like the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they, they look better than I thought they were going to, but but if we're talking about the national landscape, they, no. they got a ways to go. No, yeah, yeah. Dorian Thompson Robinson's going to have to turn into literal Superman to, to beat one of those teams. He'll be running for his life. No Would doubt he'll make Kansas? They'll score 28 points. Would Kansas beat UCLA? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. Um. 
Malik Daniels is a dude, bro. He, yeah, he uh, is. That would be a hell of a football game right there. I, I'd like to see that in a bowl game, honestly. little UCLA, Kansas in the Holiday Bowl or something. That would be dope. Yeah, the fucking mm-hmm. Final Four basketball matchup. Yeah, that would be kick-ass. <laughs> Throw Kentucky in there. Um, right. How about this, though? Like, you know, Matt, you know out here on the West Coast, man, we're not relevant this late in the year, and it's only fucking week five. Um, but you got Washington State, Utah, and Washington all at four and one. And I know we, me and Zach have talked about Utah having to run the table and still not getting in um, because Florida is going to be shitty, and that's their loss. Um, is there any shot anyone in the Pac-12 gets in the Final Four except SC? SC literally has to win out, and by name default, they'll probably get in. Don't you agree, Zach? Yeah, just because of the storyline. It's, it's yeah. USC, Lincoln, Riley, undefeated. They're, they're putting them in. If UCLA or SC, they're the two undefeateds in the conference. If, if either of them stay undefeated, I think they get in. Yeah. It would be impossible to keep them out. Yeah. Um, I think the chances of that happening is zero. <laughs> the SC is not getting through the Pac-12, the Pac-12 schedule without losing on the road once. I mean, their, defense is, their defense isn't transfer portal special. Their offense is, but their defense is the same shitty defense they had last year. And UCLA is just like the Chargers, bro. They will Bruin. UCLA will Bruin eventually. So No, I agree. Uh, Zach, let me ask you something real quick. Um, who is your surprise team in college football this year? Um, we got Illinois out there. We got, in a bad way, Michigan State. You can give me a favorite, good or bad. Who's your surprise team that's really shocked you this year? Uh, Illinois shocked me. I mean, they, they were god-awful. I mean, terrible football team. And they're out here at, at least putting a respectable product on the field. So they're definitely a surprise. Can't, I mean, Kansas is everyone's shocker, right? I mean, who the fuck would have thought Kansas would be 5-0? and That's just nuts. Um, so those are two that JB did. Me. I know, JB. Just because JB knows the coach, he don't fucking know if Kansas is going to be any good. He just knows the guy. <laughs> tell him. out of here. <laughs> don't tell the fans that shit. <laughs> you're just you're just wishing and praying. Come on, Kate. Hey, don't right, tell Twitter that shit, Zach. Don't fucking tell my Twitter gurus. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Matt. Matt, who's yours? JB, JB would have put as much money on Kansas being five and zero as us sitting here talking about how they're zero and five but getting better because the guy's a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> Next year they're gonna be five and zero. Watch, yeah. right? Fucking right, Matt. Who's uh, yours? I'm go with Oklahoma. Uh, just. After they went to Lincoln and showed out on defense, I thought they were buying into Venables mm-hmm. and playing defense. And then they started the Big 12 schedule, and they got boat raced uh, twice. And they didn't get boat raced by teams that you would expect them to get boat raced by. So that is uh, – Venables could be I, – I, I guarantee you the shine is already wearing off in Norman with Venables. And they're going to sit there and go, okay – this defensive shit is cool and everything, but he can be the defensive coordinator. Can we go get somebody that can recruit and play offense again? Right. And guaranteed. And and this is my thing with Oklahoma is the shine of 50 conference championships and dominating a big eight, big 12, entire region of the country for as long as they did. You're not going to have that moving into the SEC. And if you go to the SEC winning seven games, you're Missouri. So, and the SEC doesn't give a shit about the Oklahoma Sooners. So, again, careful what you wish for, Oklahoma. No doubt. Um, Zach, does Oklahoma State have a shot at winning out, the winning this thing out no. and, and representing that conference in the four-game playoff? I, I, I'm not a believer in Spencer Sanders. I, I, I think he's oh, just he's, he's a jag. He, he's oh, just, he's a, just guy. a guy. I think he is just a guy 
but he might be just the guy for them. True. Um, their defense is fucking real, and they fly yeah. around. And last year, they when they lost that game against Baylor, they could have, you know, I think that that taught them a lesson that they need to not have seven turnovers in the conference championship game in order to get to the maybe, playoff. Maybe. There's a thought. That's a thought. Um, so I, I would hope that they learn from that. They look like they did. They took care of Baylor in Waco. That's not an easy place to win. No. Um, no bias. Set about, no bias. I, I, I don't want the fan base to crush Zach here because he's an Ohio State ex-coach. He lives in the belt in that belt. Is Right now, if I said Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, one, two, three, four, is Ohio State your number one? Because they might be mine right now. No, they're not. And, and see, I'm the opposite of bias, right? Like, I'm overly critical of Ohio State just because I know the kids and know the coaches. And th- their pass game is, is is not what it was. And I, granted, they lost three first-rounders, so why would it be, right? But Ohio State fans had everyone convinced that these receivers were going to be better than those kids, which is hilarious. But I, I got to see some. The receivers, ha- they haven't shown me they can beat man coverage. And you go play Bama, you're getting man coverage with some NFL corners. Like, you better be able to win. And I haven't seen that yet. And if if they can, then then they're probably the number one team in the country. But I haven't seen it yet. I, I would put Bama one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Michigan four. I, I almost hope this year that it is – the final four is or uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Alabama. Just yeah. so we can just say, all right, you got your two best. Here's our two. Here's the Big Ten's yeah. two best, and let's duke this shit out. Yeah, let's see and what happens. I think that would be dope, but it's not going to happen, obviously. But, I mean, it no. could. It, it, I guess it could happen if they voted in. Um, I'm just – I wish that the big dog teams would play big dog schedules – me too. Yes, it's, it's so I am hard with you me. on it's that. It's so hard for me to sit here and grade Michigan when the the road the win on the road in Iowa City is impressive, but they they their best offensive weapon is a punter, and <laughs> they they played three teams that are dog shit, and and they, a Maryland team that's improving, but you know gave them a run. And Ohio State's how am I supposed to really evaluate if they're any good against Toledo? I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. in my opinion. I wish that the preseason schedule, and hopefully with a 12-team playoff, it'll allow people to win or lose one or two or three games a year and not get fired. Right. I mean, that's why you see these soft-ass schedules. I want to see Michigan play. Oh, I want to see Michigan play Alabama in the preseason. Man, why right. not? Let's right. go play right. a football game. What's what? No, what no what doubt. UConn supposed to. And, tell and that's why I agree with Zach. Why do we even rank the play, the teams and tell – why don't we just rank them at fucking week eight? Well, and here's here's the other problem, right? We're scheduling these games so, so far out. Like any other year but this year, Ohio State would have two quality games in Wisconsin and Notre Dame. But for yep. whatever reason this year, they both fucking stink. And it's like, well, damn, Ohio State's played five shitty opponents. But two years ago, that would have been probably the hardest schedule first five weeks in the country. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a toss-up there. And you think that they could figure out a way to – make the schedules a little bit more interesting or expand expand the schedule too. go from 12 games to 13 14 or 15 this illusion that like a, a college kid can't handle three extra games at the division one power power five level is horseshit it's absolute horseshit I, i'd rather see more games and a team finish 13 and three and yeah. win the national title than finish 12 and 0 and three of the or four of their wins are like for example if Georgia finishes 13-0 yes. and 0 this year, a couple of their wins are going to be against Sanford, 
and they, who do they play like UC Irvine in November or some shit? Kent State, Mer- Mercer, <laughs> Kent State. Well, it's yeah. not. It's not a tough schedule. No, it's not. It's not a championship schedule. No, it's a can I get to the championship schedule? Yes. Yeah, good point. Sure. It's a cake schedule. Uh, uh, Zach, you've watched a lot of film up there. Is Penn State legit? Uh, do they have a shot at doing something? I, I've seen their recruiting class. They got two of the top three running backs in America on their roster uh, as far as coming out of high school purposes. Uh, are they good? Uh, can 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 he get over the hump this year, James Franklin? Uh, Listen, there, there's been one national champion in the last, like, 15 years that didn't have a legit quarterback, and that was last year's Georgia team. Sean Clifford is like his seventh year starting or something absurd. He's used every excuse, COVID, and I think his mom died. Oh, 800 things, 800 <laughs> reasons why he got another year. And he's just the most average quarterback I've ever seen. I've been out of coaching. This is my fourth season out of coaching. I coached against Sean Clifford in a fucking game. <laughs> think about that. Like, no, they're, they're freshman running backs legit. I mean, their defense is pretty good, but you, you ain't winning with that kid. It's not happening. Clifford's married, got a fucking four kids. Right. I think he had a fucking grandkid. <laughs> God damn. Um, Florida State. Florida State was undefeated. I said I wasn't in on the hype. They go get pretty much drubbed by a Wake Forest team um, who, who who got beat in overtime to a Clemson team that people are, are, are starting to like DJ and his late play. Um is Florida State and Mike Norvell in trouble? Is Mike Norvell having to – did he save his job already by being 4-0, or is he in trouble if they lose to Clemson, if they lose to a couple of these other teams? Are they is right he, back to his year three being average? Are, are they going to say he hasn't improved enough, and are you on the he, chopping he, block? He can lose to Clemson. He There's one game he has to win. He has to beat Miami. He has to beat Miami. If Mario Cristobal, after losing to fucking the dog shit that they've played, if, if Miami – Middle Tennessee. State, he's in trouble. Well, he plays. He plays Wake, took an L, Clemson, and then NC State in a row. They're four and three, so yeah. they better fucking beat Miami at that point, or he's going to exactly. be right. He's going to be kicking rocks in Tallahassee pretty quick, real quick. Damn, I didn't know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, NC State uh, did not show up, in my opinion, on offense. They looked they, they looked horrible against Clemson. Um, I, I didn't, you know, early on they were looking okay, but they just couldn't get out of their own way. Penalty after penalty, fucking turnover. They just couldn't get out of the way. QB center exchange. Uh, Death Valley will do that to you. Yeah, you're not going to be good, you know. And, and 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 Clemson has a pretty damn good D-line, right? So, um, you know, it is what it is. Oregon State, I lost my ass on a fucking parlay. I thought they would at least cover. Uh, they let USC beat them twice, right? We know that, Matt, Zach. We know you don't want to get beat by the same team twice in a row. That's what happened to them. They got they let U, U, USC beat them twice. They got absolutely fucking drubbed. Um, Oklahoma State beat Baylor, not very impressively, uh, 35-26. And USC, Zach, to be honest, Matt, did not impress me, 42-25 over a fucking horrible Arizona State team um, with a fucking interim coach. My question who replaces Carl Durrell? Who replaces Herm Edwards? And who is the next one fired? Because I think it's going to be Neil Brown at West Virginia, or it's going to be the slapdick that's at fucking South Carolina, who's an absolute mockery of coaching. Um, oh, they love guys, him up there. Who's next? Be- Beamer's kid? Oh, yeah, they love Beamer. Awful. He's awful. 
He's he's terrible. Got, he's got the fucking worst SEC comb over I've ever seen, dog. Oh, it's awful. It's bad. It's so bad. What, like, can you, in SEC country, Sarah, can you explain to me why everybody down in the SEC has to dress like a fucking banker all the time? You know what? <laughs> I literally is was that thinking. Shit sexy? No, I was, okay, this is really bad, like but I was like, which SEC, <laughs> which SEC coach would I have, like, would I bang? You know what I mean? Like, which one would it be? Because you're looking at all of them, and you're like, whoa, man. Oh, it'd be Nick Saban. What do you mean? No. Oh, yeah. that's, that's that Bill Clinton effect. You're, uh, any woman in the world's fucking Nick Saban, just to say they did it. <laughs> oh, my God. You think Nick Saban can just walk in and just drop, drop his shit off? <laughs> like, hey. I bet Nick Saban just slayed. I would bomb. <laughs> okay, then, Sarah, who so, is it? Who does Sarah Blake have – Engagement with in the SEC right now. Oh, you have to pick I'm one. Hypothetical. Is it Josh Heupel's fat ass? It's Billy Napier. I oh, bet you, my I God. Bet you he looks like Aaron Hernandez. Lay the pipe. He seems like he's, he'll hey. run the ball. Mike, Snow, Mike Stoops? <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike Mark. Stoops. Mike Stoops will run the ball down. He'll run the ball downtown. They'll hey. keep hammering it. Listen, yeah, he'll, he'll be loaded, if, too. If she wasn't a Tennessee fan, the answer would be Joey Freshwater. But she's a Tennessee fan. She could never do it. It's got to be Lane. It's got to be my boy Lane, Sarah. It's got to be Lane. Brown bag him. Oh, hey. Hey, let's do a poll question. Uh, We got 260 people. Poll question. Which coach would it be? Um, I say Lane Kiffin. Uh, They're saying Mike Leach because you like Mike Leach. People are saying, Sarah. Uh, Mike Leach is the shit. Yeah. Mike Leach will have a discussion with you, too. I know. It would be like a 30-minute talk. (laughs) Okay, we're going to do this. This is exactly why I'm laying the pipe this way. You would come out of there so well-educated. I know. Totally different point of view. Like, now I know why he was doing that with his thumb. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my foot never twitched before. That was weird. <laughs> they're saying now they're saying three way with Lane and Saban. Oh, that was oh god! Listen, can you imagine Saban and Lane on the Statue of Liberty? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Um, all right, all right, Zach. I gotta ask you a serious question before I get you out of here. I know you've uh, been you've been. Um, you know, real hard, or, or not hard, but truthful and harsh on Bryce Young. You've also done the same with CJ. I know uh, you, you said you like CJ uh, before the season. Right now, um, where do you stand in the quarterback's arms race between those? We know Michael Penix is now out of the race after the UCLA debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, we can eliminate him. Uh, we've got those two quarterbacks, the, re- the reigning tr- the champ. we got the guy at Ohio State, CJ Stroud. And now, I don't believe DJ's moved up enough into the race. I think he was too far buried. Um, is there anyone else that we don't know about? I think the KU QB should be in the mentions. He, he absolutely should. I mean, he's got Kansas 5-0, and and he's playing his ass off. Uh, I mean, that's that's. I think the kid at Wake is a good quarterback. I mean, I know they lost the game, but but I think I, I, I just watching him against Clemson, I thought he made all the throws, and, and he played really well. I mean, you look at the Big Ten, there's not really any other quarterback other than C.J. People talk about J.J. McCarthy, but he he doesn't make any throws. I mean, he doesn't throw past 10 yards ever. Um, 
I, I, I'm still in the same position I was preseason and at the end of last year. CJ is a better thrower than Bryce Young, but I want Bryce Young as my quarterback. He just he he competes, he scrambles like the, he's just a fucking baller, and he and he also has incredible arm talent. But I, I would give CJ the edge when it comes to purely passing the football. But Bryce is the best quarterback in the country right now. Is is Caleb Williams even in the mix? I got to watch the SC game for the first time this week. Um, you finally let L.A. residents watch a fucking L.A. team. I have no idea why that's not real. Um, I actually was impressed with him climbing the pocket, navigating the pocket, using his feet with his eyes downfield and making throws instead of trying to escape like a Kyler Murray and just fucking run around back there. I was impressed with Caleb Williams. I haven't seen him all year. Um, is he in the mix? I think he's he is. Yeah, he's probably a year away, but he's, he, he'll be discussed. You know, he'll get that hype train rolling for next year. Uh, what about the Hendon Alabama Hooker. running back? Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. <laughs> hey, what about the... He always skips Hendon Hooker. What about the Alabama running back? He, he, I hear he's just been going nuts. I haven't got to see oh him God. enough, but I know he fucking so, went nuts the other nuts. night. He, he ran 22.8 miles per hour on that long run he had. <laughs> Holy shit, he's fucking... Can you good. imagine running that fast? No. Holy God. It's just fuck. I mean, just... he. They ran a stretch... And granted, it was a massive hole, but he got vertical and it was like he put his head down. It reminded me of Ted Ginn. If you ever watched Ted Ginn return a punt where he just puts his head down and just zoom, just gone. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And like, Ted, it was insane. Uh, Ted Ginn returned a, a kick for the Dolphins once and I was in the wedge and he ran by me and like it was windy. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a little video I want to show you guys. This is my discussion before you get you guys out of here. This is my whole take. I think. Football and quarterback play in the NFL is at an all-time low. I think I'm going to define it real easily to you guys. Geno Smith and Jacoby Brissett are NFL starting quarterbacks. You can't tell me that NFL quarterback play is not at an all-time low if there's no one better than those two. So all I'm going to say is... um, have we given the car keys to these motherfuckers way too soon and the money to them way too soon? Because now this is a trend. And what I'm going to show you is this. It is a trend that we're seeing. Um, these quarterbacks are continuing to run the world. They're talking back to the coach now at an all-time rate. Um, they got the money, so they're going to talk shit to the coach. And um, I guess Cliff basically told him no shit. He cussed that. He went back and forth, talked some shit about him. Um, but we've given this dude the, the bag too early, and Cliff isn't being respected any fucking way, we, I don't think. I think he's going to get fired. My point is this. You, you love Cliff. What are you talking about? I can't stand him fucking cunt. <laughs> Let me, my point is this. Are these quarterbacks getting these coaches fired? Baker Mayfield in Carolina, this fuck oh, in Arizona – they are getting coaches fired because the ownership and the way we are doing things are giving these kids the money and they haven't proved anything. Are we giving them the keys too soon? And am I too crazy to say, is Jordan Love have the best opportunity to actually succeed over all these other quarterbacks we're seeing fail being played so soon by backing up Aaron Rodgers for four or five years? Jordan Love, the quarterback? Just because he's backed up for Aaron Rodgers, he hasn't played yet. He hasn't played. I'm just, I, I'm throwing no, it out no, there, Matt, Zach. I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. If he comes in in two years when Aaron Rodgers leaves and balls, there's a reason. And 
we're throwing these dudes to the wolves too soon, man, and we're seeing the sit spiral out of control. Like, like yeah, what's going to happen, Matt, Zach? You know Jordan Love isn't any good because Aaron Rodgers has told the Packers to fuck off like five times, and every time they're like, please, please come please back. Come back. <laughs> hey, yeah. I agree, but is he good enough to not trade, though? Because they would have traded his ass by now if he wasn't somewhat something, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I Look, I think that a lot of the young quarterback stuff is it's twofold. Number one, there's no more bonus babies. Sam Bradford's not getting seventy fucking five million right off the bat to sign. You know what I'm saying? So you can you can draft Josh Rosen and play him for a year, and then say, "Hey, Josh Rosen, fuck off and draft Kyler Murray." Now the second part is paying them just because their contracts up. That has to stop. Like, yeah. just because you don't have another option right now doesn't mean paying Kyler Murray $250 million is the best option. Right. That, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the best option. I mean, they could wait until the end of the year and then negotiate the contract when they have more leverage because now he looks like – I mean, if I'm Arizona, I'm questioning if I should have spent that fucking money on this little immature <laughs> Cat Williams-looking motherfucker. <laughs> right. There's no doubt. He's horrible. I mean, he's horrible. He's he's not very good, bro. And and it's not going to get better. They've got tape on him now. They like your right. boy Lamar Jackson threw for thirty six yards yesterday in the second half. They adjusted to him in the second half. They got tape on you now. Like everybody what do I know, they Zach? start getting a book on you, you, it makes it even harder. All right, let me ask. You. I'm going to run some stats by you guys real quick. I want Zach and Matt to tell me, please, Sarah. Please chime in. When is the last time of you two being alive? Have you ever heard of this stat I'm about to give you right here? All right, here we go. I want you to hear. Not, it's not just one motherfucker either, by the way. All right, here we go. Lamar Jackson, 144 yards passing. Trevor Lawrence, 174 yards passing. Marcus Mariota, 139 yards passing. Derek Carr, 187 yards passing. Um. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, 137 yards passing, and then Daniel Jones has a whopping 71 yards passing, and Justin Fields boy. has a whopping 137 boy. yards passing. Your um, boy. Justin Daniel Fields Jones. has thrown the ball 60 times in four games in the NFL, bro. 60. He's averaging 16 <laughs> passes a football game in the NFL. Well, they, ha- they have a bottom five offensive line and the worst receiving core in the NFL. What the fuck you want him to throw it for? To who? Well, I think the Giants have a worse O-line and a worse wide receiver crew. Fucking get Dicka back out and start throwing him the ball. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Look, I, yes, I agree that the quarterback play is shitty, and then I watched last night, and last night was fucking awesome. So, it, it, look, the, the, elus- the problem is everybody in the NFL thinks their quarterback is elite. And being... Right. Being kind of good for a year or two or three does not fucking make you elite. Being good for 15 years makes you elite. Justin Herbert's been good for two and a half years. We'll see if he's elite. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kyler Murray was pretty good for nine games. That doesn't make him elite. Right. So, it, it, the my, my problem is with the quarterback play is everybody is so quick to crown the next just like, Josh Allen's a top ten quarterback yep. of all time. Like, what the fuck are you talking? What kind of shit are you smoking in Buffalo? He's not. He can't. Even, he doesn't even hold a candle to Jim Kelly yet. Come on, what are we fucking talking about? Because uh, we're so quick to anoint these guys, man. I mean, uh, like I, we're I like quick this to guy, anoint this King guy, you. I like this guy in the chat's point. 
This is a num. These are numbers at an all-time low in a league where you cannot hit the quarterback or rough the fucking wideout up. Or yeah, you can't hit anybody. It's <laughs> meant to throw the ball, and you can't throw the ball. It's seven on seven, and we're throwing for a hundred yards. It's like going zero for ten and fucking. What was the name? What was the name of that fucking uh, NBA game back in the day? Street Jam or whatever. He's on fire. Like <laughs> NBA <laughs> Jam. He just keeps missing. <laughs> NBA Jam. <laughs> exactly. Like being shitty in NBA Jam. Yeah, I hey, don't know. But uh, JB, I gotta call. I gotta call you out though, like you did when I came on about California quarterbacks. You're not gonna put a video of Justin Fields on fucking TikTok talking about he's a dumb motherfucker in six man pass pro. Talking about he needs to throw a sight adjustment. Man, you, you ain't sight adjusting six man pass pro. That, that running back turned down a fucking block. That's my point. You you can get pass pro. This fucking kid can't even hit the top of his drop. Hey, they and had why, two why, coming though. Why are you they had in love with Danny Dimes. No, but they had two coming though. They had the mic coming on a replacement hey, drag they route. Had six coming, six to block. No, they had seven. And let it loose. They had seven come. No. Yeah, Fields thought there were 15, so it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> matter. But here's the thing. They only needed to bring one. They could have dropped everyone out and just got that one-on-one on the running back, and it would have been a sack. Or a scramble, I guess. Four no, scramble. I get it. Um, I hey, fucking love. I love it. I, we, we I, us three need to do a fucking straight up coaching show where we just fucking debate each other on every fucking video we do on TikTok, and that shit would blow up. I'd be like, no, no, Zach, <laughs> fucking CJ Stroud's shitty. He should have hit the out route. You're gonna tell me about fucking uh, the, the former Buckeye quarterback who can't pick up a sight, and Matt's gonna talk shit about fucking Cat uh, Daniels or Cat Williams out here running around with a fucking afro. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, can't the stress. <laughs> All right, before you guys get out of here, who wins tonight uh, and why? The Rams travel to Candlestick. Well, I call it Candlestick. I don't give a fuck what it's called anymore. Um, who? Uh, this is Matthew Stafford. Uh, it's a two-part question. I cannot give you the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now or my top five teams in the NFL, which I wanted to go through real quick um, until Matthew Stafford plays tonight because it's a Monday night game and the Rams could squeak into the top five uh, teams after a few have lost recently. Um, and I think Matthew Stafford is a top five quarterback in this league. My top five quarterbacks in this league right now would have to be Stafford, Brady, um, Rodgers. I'm going to put, surprising enough, um, Jalen Hurts in there for what he's doing right now, not for what he's done or anything. For what he's doing right now, I'm going to put him in there, and then I'm going to put Herbert in there. I'm going to put Herbert, Herbert in there. Where's Mahomes? I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Mahomes and Allen on the outside looking in. You are you are high as fuck today. All right, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Herbert has a fucking a rib cartilage. Patrick Mahomes took a shit all over Tampa Bay's defense last he night. Literally, it wasn't he's really a shit, bro. Quarterbacks. Nah, you, you're. I gotta hear this. I got, tell me why Patrick Mahomes is a top five quarterback. All right, good. All right, let me ask you this. You put him over Herbert, who fucking threw for 340, 30 of 39 every last fuck, night with a broken rib? With a broken rib? Fuck no. No, I don't think. Mahomes wouldn't even play. in that game. Mahomes wouldn't even play. won that game. You this, like quarterbacks, JB, that stay in the pocket. You don't like these running guys. You, you fucking hate anybody that improvises. All you do no. is. Your, yeah. That's not true at all. Hey, Zach, tell them what like, we want. See, these are old linemen, Zach. We're dealing with the old line guy here. We're not, tell him what. We like quarterbacks to use their feet, climb the pocket, and improvise. I love it. No, but I still no, want you to throw here's, it. Here's why, you, here's why you don't like Mahomes. 
because he does the no look pass bullshit, and you fucking just drives you nuts works. as a coach. Works. It does it work. Works. That's why you don't like him. It only works now. It don't work in the playoffs. One time it worked. One time he got his ass obliterated the second time because they figured it out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know. This is like, look, I'm a Jet fan. I love my Jets. I played for them. That's like trying to convince me Luke Wilson is the future. Like, I'm glad we won yesterday, but that motherfucker's not the future. The only thing he's going to be the future of is he's going to be a bachelor one day, just the mom edition of the Bachelorette. Oh, God. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you put Allen in your top five? Yes. I, I, I Josh Allen's a... Ah, uh, uh, fuck. I, I don't know. I don't know. Zach, but talk to me, Zach. Like, who are you taking out of my top know. five, dog? Jalen Hurts? I'm thinking. You just dropped this on me. The left the dude or think, man. Fuck. A lot of strange <laughs> I'm putting Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in over Justin Herbert. Really? I would take Josh Allen over Justin Herbert, yes. Oh, nah, yeah. not me right Mahomes now. over Justin Herbert. You're just you just like Herbert because he's in LA. That if he if no. Herbert played for Buffalo, you'd hate him. <laughs> no, not at all. I like Allen. Allen's a Cali Juco guy. I love Allen. Well, I, look, this I just I need an answer to this question. Why do you like Danny Dimes? Because he is fucking terrible. No, he's not. He is god awful. I need to know why you think this guy is good. All right, let me ask you this: Why did Zach just question me on t- on Justin Fields picking up a fucking side of just with the horrible O line and horrible wideouts? Why are we giving Daniel Jones so much shit, but we fucking anoint Daniel or Joe Burrow for having a horrible O line? Joe Burrow has a horrible O line. He's well, getting yeah, hit but every Joe down. Took a horrible O line to the Super Bowl. Danny Dimes is exactly, five but at least because you know why? Because he has fucking Jamar Chase and fucking Higgins. And I'll, who the fuck is Galladay? He can't even catch a fucking hit. So, uh, so by that rationale, would Danny Dimes take Cincinnati to the Super Bowl? We don't know. That, that's not an answer. That's like yes, it that's is. Like, I, come on, dog. Let me ask you this. That's the same shit my players say to me. What'd you do on that? Well, I don't know. Like, what the fuck do you mean you don't know? That's not an answer. <laughs> Let me ask you this: <laughs> Does Tannehill go to Cleveland and fucking take that roster that's loaded to the Super Bowl? I think he could have. I think he could have. That's how bad Baker Mayfield is. So you're telling me Daniel Jones? Okay, do you? Do you? Okay. Okay. Here's my point. Zach, is Danny Dimes taking Cincinnati to the Super Bowl? No chance. Thank you. Okay, good. We don't know that. I like how it always comes down to Zach. He's the uh, well, we, president. We know we don't know that. The mediator. motherfucker wasn't on the team last year. But. Hey, hey, Zach. It's all hypotheticals. Hey, hey we're talking hypotheticals, but what can? what is the truth right now? The Giants are fucking three and one. Yeah, they're bad. Those uniforms they rocked yesterday were dope. They need to keep those. The Giants are three and one, Zach. Yeah, they're pretty And they're good. shitty. And he's playing shitty with no O line and no wideouts. He's got to get some credit. And they're gonna finish six and eleven. He's thrown, he's thrown three <laughs> touchdown passes in four fucking games. All right, Zach. If you the were throwing to yourself, you would also have three terrible. touchdown passes. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking Matt. He's dropping back, throwing, running, and catching the fucking football. He fucking has no wideouts, dog. He has nothing. What ruined it with me and Danny Dimes is when he broke in Philadelphia and and just had nothing but field in front of him and then got snipered and fell over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who's your top five NFL teams right now? Okay, uh... Jeez, I've got these 
questions, just dropping them on me real quick. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. Pro- That's how probably I'm like, I don't know. Kansas City has to be in that grouping. Uh, again, dropping this on me pretty pretty quick. Kansas City, in my opinion, after what I saw last night, is special. They're they're pretty good on offense. Kelsey is a problem, and they're. I mean, they've they've hosted four straight AFC title games, so that you're going to have to deal with them. You know, the the vaunted AFC West isn't very vaunted. They don't look as good as I thought. Denver looks like shit, um, which I'd love to get both of your opinions on that because it it is it's bad. I, I think well, Hackett fuck is, me. What about the Colts? Yeah. What about the Colts, dog? I picked the fucking Colts to play Denver in the AFC yeah, the Colts, title the Colts game. Colts are bad. I, look, I, you know what? I think that I, I can say this, and I don't think that it'll get much blowback. But there's a ton of parity in the NFL right now because people suck. I don't think right. there's a I think that there's a lot of bad football teams, not necessarily a ton of good ones. I think that there's just a lot of average shit going on and a lot of injuries because nobody practices anymore and there's no callus. And it's very, uh, it's very substandard in my opinion. I mean, if you're not, look, if you're, if you're not seeing 41, 31 football every Sunday, if you're not seeing 48, 45, that's what the NFL wants. The yeah. game is set up for 48-45 Seattle and Detroit. If Seattle and Detroit with fucking Jared Goff and Geno Smith can score 48 and 45 points and we can't get oh we can't break the over on you know 8 out of the 11 games on Sunday, we're like shit is bad. That's all I'm saying. Defenses aren't that fucking good. They can't do anything anymore. No. And it goes back to your criticism of college football. I I would argue the NFL's the same way. It's watered down shit. Right. Football has become a watered down sport. Yeah. It's, it's still it's still better than soccer, though. Thank God. Oh yeah, by yeah, by far. Um, I, see, I've <laughs> taken the Bills out of my top five. I got the Vikings, Philly, the Rams, Kansas City, and I would have to throw. I took the Bucks out, and I'm gonna bump in the Packers. Um, that's just what I'm gonna do right now because they're three and one. I mean, the bottom line is the NFL's not very good right now. We have three and one teams that I would never trust. Green Bay is not a team I trust, and they're three you and just one. Put them in your top five, but but that's how bad it is. We have nobody else. <laughs> JB, you know damn well you want to put the Dolphins in your top five. Fuck Come on, no, dog. I'm not with that weirdo fucking that Tua. I don't. I'm not hey. a believer. Tua's hey, is out. You, Isn't you he put out? The picture of Antonio Brown I sent you up. Oh my gosh! Right. Fuck, dude. <laughs> what a shit bag. Uh, oh. Wait until you see this picture I sent Coach of Antonio Brown. You're going to love it. You know who it is, Zach. It's that dude. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly who it is. You, I already got it. <laughs> I can't wait until the audience sees it. If they do, it's going to be amazing. I, I love it right when I sent it to you. You were like, I'm going to post that shit. <laughs> hey, because I, I, it's unbelievable that people really defend this dumb fuck. I, I would have choked fucked him. How can you defend him? him? I would have choked fucked him. I would have choked fucked that motherfucker. My kids or my girl or whoever's in the pool. This motherfucker just out jacking his shit. Like, come on, dog. Um, Chicago backhanding in a fucking private so pool. So gross. Nasty. How is he not arrested and booked? That's what I want to know. I have no idea, though. It's, I, it's no a clear idea. crime caught on tape, right? Yes, <laughs> in a pool and shit. There's people over there. What the fuck are we doing? That's not a crime anymore. If that's not a crime anymore, I'm going to Lifetime Fitness in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, what uh, the fuck, man? How about this? How about this shit? Nowadays, you know, you can get out of any crime nowadays. He, he, he identified as pool water. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Matt, Randy Gregory's yeah. out for six weeks. Yeah, Jamal and uh, Williams tours ACL, too, in Denver. So, look, the, the big chicken is getting fucked in Denver this year. Everybody thought that it was going to be a honeymoon and it's turning into a nightmare real quick. And not only that, but Russell Wilson's corniness is absolutely killing me. It is, it's like it's hurting me inside. The, did you see the Subway commercial, the Danger Witch Subway commercial? I haven't no, I seen it. See. I heard about it. Oh, you need to watch that commercial because it's like when it went it, after I watched it, I just started bashing my head off the fucking. Ah, ah. It really <laughs> it hurt me inside. It's bad. <laughs> He's so corny it makes me want to throw up, dude. Oh, I've just the mic'd up clips of him on the sideline. I'm like, oh. who the fuck can play with this guy? Like I, play, I coached with at Florida with Tim Tebow, who is about as corny as Russell Wilson. Yep. But it was just understood he was that. He was kind of over there, and everyone else followed guys like the Pouncy Twins. Like, you know, they they followed the real dudes. I, I can't imagine Russell Wilson leading a franchise. With a Subway or, sandwich? Like what, what he said is my signature yeah, sandwich. Right there. The Danger Witch. It's called Danger Witch. And it's dangerously good. Be careful, though. It's spicy. What the fuck? What the fuck? Who's that lady? <laughs> you ever done anything dangerous? Like bang future's girlfriend. <laughs> that is dangerous. Is this real? I swear to God, this is like the commercial. It, well, well, not what? the chick all tied up. The, I don't know who the tied <laughs> up. Is. This is JB's version. Anyways, there's no way, dog. There's no way that's real, is it? Hey, so there's basically the saying the girl in the commercial they made just to say how scary that really is, that fucking commercial, how bad it really is. Uh, I, dude, I don't know. That's Jeffrey Dahmer, dog. I don't know. Um, I'm crying right now, dude. That is hilarious. That, that's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> oh, my God. What the Where fuck? Where did you find that's the one real? video with the kidnap victim and Russell Wilson? I, I, I don't know, dog. I'm probably going to get banned on YouTube now. <laughs> fuck, dude. Um... Who you got tonight, Zach? Rams or 49ers? I'm going to go with the Rams. I know they're underdogs, but I'm going with the Rams on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners at home. Just I don't think Garoppolo can play worse than he did last week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, that motherfucker's weird, dog. He's on the sideline talking about, like, high school shit. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, let's talk defense. Ball, 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 ball. Like, we're fucking (laughs) youth pop Warner. Pass. Like I can't imagine I can't imagine that even happening at Ohio State by anyone right now. Like pass, well, look, like, like come on, I'll dog. Bring up Tebow, but coach is right. Tebow was a rookie my last year, and right after the first practice with Denver, his first fucking day there, he's like, "Are we gonna do a prayer?" And it was like that scene in Major League where a dude walks <laughs> by and like waves the fucking paper. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll be in my office." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go in, dude. Good talk, though." Did he really? He really yeah, did look. that? I yeah. First day. <laughs> you want no, nah, it's an OTA, dog. We don't need to do a prayer after an OTA. We, he is such a handsome guy, but I mean, you can totally He's just sex different. with him would be boring. With oh, Tim Tebow? No yeah, it would oh, be awful. Ugh. 
It would either be boring or the freakiest shit you've ever seen in your life. No, he would ask you to pray before and then beg for forgiveness after. Everybody would have three thumbs in your ass. I bet you Tim Tebow would just get in there and please the shit out of his boy girlfriend. Hey, Matt. Missionary Mike. Tim Tebow would figure out how to have three thumbs in her ass. No. It'd be unbelievable. It rips his clothes off with one fucking swoop, <laughs> breaks open the baby oil, and just starts spraying it. Oh. Like, I'm about to fucking straight Tebow pose on you, bitch. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, Sarah, you can. I don't. I don't know what Christian guys are like, but I know what overly Christian girls are like. Freaks. 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 Actually, that's the Catholic Zach. It's the Catholic. Well, it's the Catholic guys. I went to Catholic. I wouldn't know that one, dog. <laughs> Father Frank. <laughs> Hey, uh, everybody, make sure you go on the Minister Sports every day on YouTube. He has a hell of a show, Zach does. Matt, Matt has a YouTube show that's Ooh. killing it as well. He's got some great NFL interviews on there. Make sure you follow both of them. They're all on my social media. Make sure you follow them both. And, uh, hey, one's picking the Rams, one's picking the Niners. I'm going with the Rams. Uh, me and Zach going to beat Matt tonight. Uh, I'm taking Rams and Stafford. But who knows? Stafford could come out and absolutely run 27 yeah, boot naked. The huh? Niners. Not, yeah, so us against y'all. Fuck y'all. There you go. All right, yeah. here we go. Let's do it. Go hey, man, it. as always, I appreciate you guys coming on, Zach. Matt, I appreciate you guys. And you guys got to link up, man, and get on each other's show, too. And I like uh, that shit. We'll chop it good up. Talk. I appreciate you guys. I'll see you Later, next week. Guys. We'll see appreciate you. it. Have a good day. All right, Zach. See you, bro. Appreciate those two coming on. Clap it up. Um... Great show, great show, Sarah. I got a lot of college football to talk about with you. Uh, got a, Damn, I had Will coming on. I was going to shock the world. Will Levis was joining us, um, and he couldn't join us. Uh, just texted me a little while ago before the show. So, um, Sarah, 10 out of top 25 teams lost in the AP 25, but what does JB know? Because I swear I've been saying it's watered down, but what do I know? Um, Dude, I would have loved to see Missouri beat Georgia. Oh, I was it was waiting. like a twilight zone. I'm I was like, waiting. I was waiting to drop the fucking video. You know that. Oh yeah. I was waiting for the fucking video to drop, and I'm like, "Fuck, let me get this video." I want Missouri, Missouri, to beat them fucking guys, and uh, they came back late. And you know, shitty teams usually fucking shitty it up. So uh, that's what happens. Um, now we've already got an hour into the show, but I gotta I gotta get with Sarah. You know, me and Sarah haven't been together very often lately. The Katrina, I mean the Ian, hit um, Tampa. Um, but let's get into the foreplay. Me and Sarah hasn't haven't had any foreplay lately. Um, I've been left with blue balls for a while, Sarah. I don't appreciate it. Um, Terry Bradshaw is cancer-free after having bladder and skin cancer. I don't know. A lot of people didn't know this. I thought he looked a little different lately. Uh, he's he's blossomed. He's got a lot of weight on him. Uh, but he's cancer-free, apparently, so clap it up for Terry Bradshaw if you're a Terry Bradshaw fan. Um, Colorado fired Carl Durrell. We already talked about. Georgia Tech finds a way with an interim coach, Brett Keys, to beat the Pittsburgh Pirate or uh, Panthers, who... Tennessee struggled with. Um, I know. A man dies at the Stiller game. 
Did you know that, Sarah? A man died falling off of an escalator? What? At, I, I like, saw the headline, but I didn't read it. At the Steelers game, a guy fell off the fucking escalator and died um, during the How? Steelers-Jets like, game. I have no idea. He jumped off an escalator somehow. Um, so I, don't, I have no idea what happened on that one. Um, but we'll see how that ends up. Um, J.J. Watt is planning on playing four days after having a fibrillation to his shock-treated heart uh, back into rhythm. Uh, it leaked by an inside source in Arizona, and he did not want anyone to know. It leaked that he had a heart issue, um, and he ended up getting a uh, fib shock that put his heart back on rhythm, and he plans on playing. So, um, you know, it is what it is. He's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to. I, I love it in the sense that, you know what, we still have a few old school cats out here, but then at the end of the day, too, like, all right, what is your real philosophy and goals in life? Are you going to just want to fucking die on the field, or are you wanting to live life? I don't know. Uh, it is what it is, though. I don't ever judge a person that's out for himself or, or makes his own grown man decisions. Um, but here's breaking news, Sarah. Alabama takes the top spot in the AP. Kansas jumps in at number 19. And Kentucky falls out of the number 10 spot. And Ole Miss jumps in to number 9. Um, so, you know, I, I like Kansas jumping into number 19. That, that means K-State must have moved up even further, even though they have one loss. Um, I don't know. But we're going to see how that, how that plays out. Um, number 25, LSU. Beat Auburn 21-17. Uh, does this say more about the players' belief in Brian Harson, or should this be more concerning that LSU just isn't very good and they're looking forward to number eight Tennessee this week? What do you think? That was a pretty shitty game. Both were shitty. I didn't watch them. I didn't get to watch them. So, you know, um, LSU's number 25, though. I, I, I don't see a number 20. I don't even see it. Well, I guess in this landscape, they could be a top 25 team because this landscape is very, very fucking shitty. I mean, we we keep keeping A&M in the fucking hovering around the top 25. Why? They're fucking They're awful. God awful. Ugh. I agree. Jimbo Fisher. I mean, that He's is the biggest fraud. An embarrassment for a guy that makes yep. $100 million. Like, give me $100 million and then let me put this embarrassing fucking product on the field. I swear to you, Sarah, I would walk in and resign and turn in my money that you owe me. I would be like, I failed you here. I mean, we don't have that happening because there's no more self-embarrassment. We are so fucking enabled now. There is no more self-awareness of how shitty I look as a human. Like, this guy should be embarrassed for it. His legacy is fucking shitty. And that's like going down the shitter right now in front of our very own eyes. Um, your pick, Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State beats uh, A&M 42-24. A&M looks pathetic, turning the football over. Um, four times. What do you think about that? And uh, your guy, Mike Leach, got it done. He always gets it done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! That's why you chose him, huh? <laughs> oh, no. I'm. Did you see his uh, post game conference and what he said? Nah. 
I don't know the exact quote. I should have wrote it down, but he's funny. He's just like, oh, well, I guess it's like this. And, you know, they, they make me look good. So <laughs> it's just so nonchalant, just whatever. Um, Kansas State beats Texas Tech, who beat Texas. Texas goes on the road and gets a win against West Virginia. And then KU gets the win at home against Iowa State, 14-11. This is what is optimistic about this KU prediction of mine and why I'm going to take your money. This is why. <laughs> they have won in a shootout versus West Virginia. They've won in a shootout against, um, who was the other team they beat? Houston. And they've won in a shootout versus Duke. And then they've won in a low-scoring game and shutting down an Iowa State team to 11 points. It's optimistic that they can win in every way, and that's just the only strength. I don't, I don't think they would have won against Iowa State if the kicker didn't miss three field goals. I agree. Um, they also KU also turned the ball over in there and it's going in to score another touchdown too, um, which could have put them up twenty-one at the time, twenty-one to eight or whatever. So I don't know. Um, who knows? I wanted to marinate like. I'm really, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're talking shit on KU. I'm like, no, I just want it to marinate. And I want to see this. This is going to be one of the best games KU plays. Whoever wins this game, I think could potentially win the Big 12, TCU and KU. So I want to see which one comes out and actually performs to the best of their ability. And Sarah, this is what I say every day. Like, don't I say every day I want to wait to see if if Mahomes is the guy, if if Allen's the guy. Um um, you know, um, so, you know, uh, that's why I'm so, let's wait on it. And, you know, that's, the, that's what I'm, that's my thing. Like, I, I don't want to anoint anything, any team, anyone. And KU so far has shown that they're pretty good. They're doing some good things. So, um, right. you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, it's grainy. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm not sure why uh, people are so mad. I mean, KU hasn't won. They're three and twenty-seven in the last three years. Let's let's pump our brakes. I just know the coach. Like they said, fucking around. They they know I know the coach. He's a good dude, and I know he's going to build a structure and culture. And I and he's doing it. Obviously, they haven't been five and zero oh in how long. Um, having said that though, you know, I still, you know, if they beat, they beat TCU. It's a hell of a, uh, uh, it's a hell of a yeah. fucking statement when they still have to play Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, uh, Baylor, they still have a daunting task ahead what of them. What about Baylor's uniforms? Did you see this? Nah, I didn't get to see them. Oh my God. They're like, just, it was head to toe, just yellow. Um, I, I haven't seen it. Um, like right. Oregon. Mm, no, this is like there's no contrast. I mean, was it the neon yellow? Mm, mm, no, it's kind of like like yellow, like pea yellow. Oh, um, like hydrate. Um, how about uh, TCU? Sonny Dykes puts up 700 yards on defensive guru Brent Venables. Um, Score 41 in the second half, 500 yards in the second half. TCU's 4-0. Oklahoma drops a 3-2 and back-to-back losses for only the second time since 99. Um, and TCU basically punked Oklahoma in every facet, even knocking out their quarterback, hitting them straight in the fucking head. Um, P. 
People talk about this Brett Venables cat as being the guru. This is what you guys don't understand out there. When you're a coordinator, sometimes that is best for you to stay as a coordinator. You're not, not all coaches should be head coaches. It is a completely different ball game. And you are seeing it from Brett Venables, and it is a completely different ball game, man. He is not the head coach everyone expects. And I I just I said it on this show. Not everyone needs to be a head coach. He stayed in the shadows for fucking 12 years in Clemson and did a great job navigating through the situation. And I don't believe he's a head coach. I don't believe he should be a head coach. I believe he's a D coordinator and needs to be a D coordinator. I believe Oklahoma is is going to see some dark days ahead, especially as they go into the SEC. I think they need to get their shit together before they go to the SEC. There's no way to get your shit together now. Not in this not in this fucking watered down situation. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. Um, I think them in Texas have a daunting task ahead of them. Texas is a little more fit, in my opinion, because of who Sark is and his coaches that can recruit. Um, but you know, um, it ain't bad, Sarah. It's just like yellow and green. It looks terrible. And that picture looks cool. And on the field, it looks like shit. Yeah. I mean, that's what Oregon's been doing. Uh, but they're a little more neonish. You know, they tried to stay with the yellow right here. Um, but who knows? Um, we'll see. Um, I don't know. Wake Forest beats Florida State by 10. And um, what I called, I went 8-2 and two over the weekend, Sarah, with my picks. Um, we can't wait for your Thursday picks this week. Um, I know. Clemson beats NC State by 10. And uh, DJ basically, you know, uh, had three touchdowns um, and threw for 54% last year against uh, that Clemson team or against that NC State team this year. Um, you know, he did a much better job. DJ's played pretty good in the last few years. He's also leading the country on third down. So, uh, as far as completions and yards on third down. So, DJ's getting that uh, it factor back, so to speak. So, we'll see. I'm rooting for the kid. I know his family, of course. But at the same time, it's results-oriented, man. So, he's going to have to perform um, and do those things. So, we'll see what happens. Um, Oregon beat Stanford. They've won three in a row after getting drubbed by Georgia. Um, and Utah beats the shit out of Oregon State. Um, there's not really a SC didn't impress me. Ohio State played Rutgers. Michigan beat a shitty offensive Iowa team. Uh, Alabama put it on Arkansas, even though Arkansas made it interesting later Dude. in the game. Um, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah, which one? Alabama starting out like I mean, Alabama is not our typical Alabama team that we see. That was terrible. Yeah. I mean, they started off blowing them out, right? No. Who, Arkansas? Yeah, Alabama went up like 28-7 or something, didn't they? Uh, they started the game off with a, was a pick, and then there was a fumble, and then there was like the receiver. But they were, bit, they were beating Arkansas pretty handily until Arkansas made it interesting in the fourth quarter, right? No, the first quarter was terrible. And, I mean, they struggled for a little bit, and then Alabama obviously went away with it. But it was still something that we don't typically see, especially if you're playing Arkansas. Yeah, well, hey, 
Brandon Lane came on here and said they don't play well on the road, and you're looking forward to blowing out an A&M team. Let me ask you this. If Alabama absolutely goes into A&M and drugs there, drags them and beats the fuck out of Jimbo Fisher's A&M team, which I think they're going to do, um, is Jimbo's name going to be thrown around as being a fireable coach? I think it should be, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Who else is there to pick, though? Who else are we going to pick in our coaching pool here? Who's going where? I mean, how many schools now do we have without coaches? And what are your options? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but you've paid this Urban man. Meyer can't coach every single program. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I know. You paid this man, though, $100 million. You paid him $100 million. I mean, what are you, you going to do? I, I don't know. I mean. He is fraudulent. It's terrible. He needs to be fired. He's bad. Um, you mentioned something to me over the weekend um, that Lane Kiffin looks like he's checked out. What he did? What did you mean, and why do you say that? He's just not it, Lane. I feel like he he coaches with all of him, or he doesn't. You know what I mean? And right now, I just don't feel like he's really in it. It's like he's checked out and he's punching his time card at Ole Miss. Um, before we have this break, I wanna I wanna share something. I take a piss break real quick. Go make me a drink because we're about to get into some things. Um, I want everyone in the crowd to clap it up for Miss Sarah Blake. Uh, make sure you guys all represent, recognize that you're you're fucking with something of a big deal. Sarah's kind of a big deal, y'all. You guys don't realize that. Um, Sarah is on the cover of Playboy magazine. Chop it up, clap it up, give a shout out to Sarah. Make sure you tell her nice, sweet things. Whisper sweet nothings. Don't say no dumbass shit on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you clap it up. Sarah's earned the right to be on the magazine. She's also been on FHM and now she's on Playboy. Sarah, we need, I have a microphone in my hand. I need to know, I need to get a statement. Um, how do you feel being on the world-recognized magazine? And uh, what was the process like? And how grateful are you to have this moment? I am fucking ecstatic. This is so awesome. I'm like, this is like a dream for me. So this was my goal, and I have made it. So now maybe Sports Illustrated's next. Who knows? But I'm pretty excited. That's a hell of a picture. It looks great. Um it does. It looks great. That's a great picture. How 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 are magazines still a thing? Yes. They are super big in the modeling industry. And this separates me from, you know, it's like it, it's NFL. Right, 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 right. Got you. Got you. Um, are we gonna do signed copies? People wanna know. I can, yes, once I get my copies. <laughs> Uh, Marco, Marcus Russo said, wifey would kill me if she knew Sarah was on your show. <laughs> um, I know. Did you hear the unnecessary roughness guy said he had to unfollow me? No. He said he had to unfollow me because he can't be tweeting on a plane and then somebody look over his shoulder and then here's my picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What What was that thing about? I, I didn't see that whole thing. Um, congratulations again. What? What? 
What was that thing about? Because uh, I remember he said my name, and then he said he don't follow me either because I cuss or something. So I'm like, so I unfollowed them. Like, fuck them. I don't even know who they are. So who are they? I, I think his name is Brandon Walker, and then Casey. They're on Barstool. Um, but one of my fans actually was like, hey, they were talking about you guys on a Barstool podcast. So I listened in on it, but they want to do a crossover uh, a crossover show was mentioned and then they brought up me and they were like have you seen the co-host so then they like i guess they pulled up a picture mm. one of the girls was like oh my god she, casey was super sweet she, yeah it was so nice and yeah. then the other girl was like oh you know she this just sets some of us back and i'm like that's that right there is what sets us back right no shit no shit um yeah, uh, that's interesting take. Uh, I didn't know that the one of them was throwing some salt on the on the wound, um, but you know we'll see. I'm trying to get Kayla Presley on the show. Uh, we talked. Oh, for, that would be funny. Yeah, we talked damn near every day. Um, so uh, Kayla Presley, I'm trying to get, he, he's trying to get me on his show, and then I'm gonna try to get him on this one once this thing. I tell him, I said we're growing, we're getting there, but I said I want to get it a little bigger for to have you on, and then like I said, you're gonna have me on, so it'd be big. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but, again, congratulations. That's big, having Sarah on the cover of Playboy magazine. Clap it up. Um, make sure everybody hit, drops a like button on that right there. Drop a like. Hit the button. Like it. Uh, on three. On me. One, two, three. Clap it up. Make the drop the like button. Yeah, Sarah's going to be on fucking Fox Sports here. Uh, very <laughs> soon. Very soon. <laughs> very soon. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> no. Um We'll see what happens, but um, lots to talk about. I want to get into, uh, we had the NFL breakdown, but I want to get into a, uh, I want to break down the Power Five conferences in college here in a minute, um, like we kind of did with Zach and Matt um, a little bit, but I want to get into uh, this this week's uh, games because there's some big ones, obviously. We're going to talk about this week, but tonight's football game, NFL, I got to get Sarah acclimated with some NFL talk. Um, so she can learn that, that business just a little bit. You know, I just wanted to learn a little bit of NFL. Um, I already know. Kyler Murray sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You've been watching my videos. See what I mean? You've been watching. Yeah. So, you know, um, you've been watching my damn videos. Lucy said, congratulations. Thank you. Lucy's one of the only troopers in here right now. Only women. One of the only women. She's the only women in the room today out of 300 people. Crazy. Um, Keith Smith, how do I become a member? I don't know. We got like 400 members lately. Um, they all figured it out, dog. I don't know. I really don't. I can't tell you that. I, you got to Google it, dog. I really don't know. That's the truth. I'm not even talking shit. Uh, maybe a member can help you, but they all figured it out. I think you have the time to figure it out, dog. Put on your big boy pants and pull them up and let your nuts hang, dog. And don't be a bitch-made cat. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some gear. Uh, we got the, we got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Um, we will be back in a minute right after this. We're going to break down my power rankings. We're going to break down my my rankings on grades of the NFC and the AFC. Me and Sarah is going to go through that, and we're going to debate that. Um, and then we're also going to break, break down some things that I want to show you. I want to break down these conferences in totality. Um, and I want you to see a few of these and see 
the rankings on who's undefeated, who has a shot, and how disappointed we are in some of these teams. We will get to that right after this and these sweet messages. Don't go nowhere. Pound the like button, subscribe, and head on over to CoachJBStore.com. And we will see you in about three minutes. Peace. But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is, watering down college football? But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, coach, hell no. Really? So, Appalachian State goes into AM, a $40 million booster loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at, at Appalach- uh, Appalachian State, makes $425K a year. But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four star player on their roster, FYI. One. Texas A&M has 56 four- or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. 40, $125,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe 100K, maybe 100K, maybe 100K, maybe 100K. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? 45, 50. You know A&M's quarterback coach makes? $325,000, almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina, another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you a higher-ranked team in a low-scoring affair. But what do I know? (laughs) 56 four- and five-star players. Appalachian State has one. And by the way, Bruce Helms, they did it to Michigan in 2007. They weren't even a Division I team yet. I hope you do know that. They were an FCS school at the time they beat Michigan. So... (laughs) But what do I know? What do I know, Sarah? What do I know? Right back in the nick of time. Oh, shit. Look at that shirt. God damn. Clap it up. <laughs> is that a is that a, a tank top from uh, CoachJBStore.com? Yes. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. I don't think I... I, I mean, I think it looked better on me, but I'm not going to hate... You know what I mean? Probably look better on me than you, but fuck it. 
I'm like over here munching now. Uh oh, we got a little. We got, we got a possible few new ad sponsors. Just email me. Uh, the show is growing. Oh. That's what she said. Appreciate everybody in the chat. The community members that are OGs, OGs. Much love to you, uh, Dustin Zeman. Make sure uh, you become a member, or your last name will become Seaman. So make sure you motherfuckers become members. Big Daddy, don't troll and be a dumbass because I'll block you. So make sure you become a member too. We don't need no more trolls around here. Um, we need real motherfuckers. So, um, no, I don't mix whiskey with anything. I drink my whiskeys legit by itself. This is tequila right here. This is a tequila and a little bit of ginger ale and a little bit of squirt. So I got to find squirt. I got the ginger ale, but I need to find the squirt. What kind of tequila do you usually drink? Uh, it depends. Like Patron, I, I, like if so. If I drink straight up, like during the week, if I just have a drink that I make with with this, like a mixed drink, I just use simple shit like Casadores or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't get no expensive ass shit. It, and and Casadores is not bad when you mix it. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like tequila is not bad, Nothing's Sarah. Bad when you mix it. Tequila's not bad. I mean, it, it, it's fucking mixed anyway. You're going to mix the shit anyway. So uh, Eddie Manyweather would say some Don Julio. Don Julio is the, is the favorite hood tequila of choice in the hood. Any inner city hood cat drinks Don Julio. That's what my dad drinks. Yeah, so, I, you know, uh, I, I got over Don Julio years ago. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The show's growing. Appreciate everybody coming in here. Hit the like button for us. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not one. $1.99. The best $1.99 you can, and you can have. Um, you can spend. You can see clearly that um, Christian uh, is in the house. Uh, he does all our live videos. Shout out to Christian. He's putting them out on Twitter live as we're live. So, appreciate you. Kristen, did you email me that Marcellus Wiley video? Please do so. Um, if you haven't, emailed me that. Um, we are uh, hitting the uh, hitting the third hour here on the show. We've had uh, Matt and Zach join us, obviously. Um, great first hour of the show. Me and Sarah's gotten hold it down. We had Will Levis showing showing up. The NCAA and the individual schools themselves have a little policy. I kind of knew it was going to be a long shot, but he had agreed to it. Me and him were agreeing to it. I actually told him, you know, make sure you can do it because I don't want him to have any trouble, even though we're in the NIL period and it wasn't going to be anything illegal. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm probably not the fucking most, uh, you know, the guy that so so many people are going to trust uh, one of their players coming on a show um, with. And, you know, they don't know where I'm going, even though Will knows that I would never put him in harm's way. But sometimes... I would. Some, yeah, Sarah might. Um, Sarah might have done it. But I, I think Sarah would have just been appreciative of having him on. I would have I loved to see Sarah's jaw drop. Because that is what it would have been. I would. It would I would have fell out of this chair. Yeah, it was a great. It was <laughs> happening too, Sarah. It was happening as of just like twenty minutes before the show. So it's unfortunate. I know Christian Harris, our Christian, has been excited to be all week because I told him it was happening, and I just didn't want to announce it. Luckily, I didn't announce it because that's why you put your. That's why I do not put my foot in my mouth because I don't do it until it happens. But that's what happens in life. Sometimes uh, shit happens, but. But I give shout out to Will for wanting to come on and um, 
And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations over the last mm-hmm. four or five days. So um, it was good. Um, so let's get to uh, some, some, some games. I want to get into a few games. Um, I also want to get into some college stuff because um, – oops, I pulled up the wrong one. Um, let me ask you this. <laughs> Who is a more legitimate contender right now as a top ten team? USC or Tennessee? Year one, Lincoln Riley has used the transfer portal to build a top ten team coming off a four and eight season. They're undefeated, and many consider them a real threat to make the playoffs. Um, in seven, 2017, last time Trojans won ten games. Um, either team, though, in my opinion, um, is an impressive one. I don't think that Tennessee is a blue blood in the college football world. USC used to be. I don't believe they are at right now either. I don't believe Texas A&M. I don't believe Texas. I don't believe Miami, Florida State, or Florida are blue bloods anymore either. Um, but legitimately, uh, you know, I know you're a, a homer, which you should be, but watching both teams right now, SC's I think ranked a little higher, right? Um, who is a legitimate contender, Tennessee or SC? Well, to answer this question, you have to go by – who their schedule is strength of schedule and who they're playing. Um, I think Tennessee over USC right now. And I'm not just saying that cause I'm a Homer. Um, who does USC have to play in their conference and their division? Um, you have to look at the schedule to really truthfully answer that. Tennessee has one of the, sh- the hardest schedules. Look at Georgia's schedule. Look at Alabama's schedule. Who are they playing that makes them this elite team? And and it goes off like the AP poll. It's my argument with Kansas being ranked, okay? Kansas should be ranked, but they're given the knock right now because they don't have that foundation of being a football team. It's the same thing with the – so if South Carolina and basketball starts, you know, they just come out the wahoo and they're just winning every freaking game, they're not going to be ranked as high as Duke or Kansas or Kentucky – because they're not that true, you know, football program or true basketball program. So right now you have to go with the schedule. You have to go with the resume and. Okay, fair, fair. But let me stop you right there. We're asking right now today, based on who they've played and the games you've seen, not the schedule going forward. We know SEC schedule for Tennessee is much daun- more daunting than SC. SC only has UCLA. SC has to be um, Oregon, Utah on the road. Uh, we'll see how those teams. Those are really the three teams they got to beat. All right. Um, Tennessee obviously still has Georgia, Alabama. Right. Those two right there are much better than anyone. SC Kentucky. Kentucky is a rivalry game. UCLA and SC is the rivalry game. Um, And do you guys have Ole Miss? No. So you don't have Ole Miss because they're in the West, right? So you you got Vandy. We're playing LSU. Yeah, you got Vandy. You got Missouri. You got South Carolina. Like, so I could compare those two. They're not as good. I don't believe any of one of those teams are as good as Utah or UCLA. Uh, Mizzou is a powerhouse yeah, after no shit. this weekend. No shit. <laughs> so, to, so go back. I want you to be fair. And you can still say Tennessee. I understand. 
But so far, okay, your guys' schedule, so far, you played Pittsburgh, Ball State, Akron, and Florida, who probably isn't as good as we thought, okay? Now, let me go to SC schedule because there's shit too. They've played Rice. They've played Fresno State. They've played... Um, they fucking have played um, Stanford and Oregon State. And then they just beat an Arizona State team who's absolutely abysmal, um, who don't even have a coach. Now, going forward, they have Washington State, like I said, number 11, Utah, and, uh, and U- number 18 at the moment, UCLA. They finish with Notre Dame, who's not as good as we thought they were, like Zach said. It hurt Ohio State's power rankings probably, right. too. Um, so, but as of right now, week five, who's been more impressive, SC or Tennessee? Um, I was going to say Kentucky, uh, compare them to SC because. uh, Oh my God. No, I was if they would have won, but they lost. So Tennessee, um, bumped up. So now Tennessee deserves that comparison to our team on the West right now. Okay. So let's put USC in Tennessee's footsteps right now. Do you think USC would have beat everybody that Tennessee has had played? Yes, easily. That's a truth. So. They'd have blew out Florida. I think they'd have blew out Pittsburgh bad. Um, we know they'd have beat the fuck out of Ball State and Akron. So um, I, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's as good as we thought, number one. And I don't believe Florida. I think they had a bad game. And I don't believe Florida's as good as we thought, number one. So... You know, and then at the other side of the flip coin on the thing, I mean, SC hasn't played anyone either. So that's why I'm asking but this question. But we played people. That's that, But that's why I'm asking this question. Like, well, you've played people, but they're not as good as we thought is my point. Like, Pittsburgh is not that fucking good. They got overhyped from having the good year last year. They're not good. Like, A&M was preseason ranked, Sarah. Are they good? Fuck no. So we get a lot of preseason hype. These teams are very good. Those preseason hype. But, I mean, honestly, you if we're going to go by preseason hype, then let's look at Georgia. Let's look at Alabama. They should be blowing mofos out, and they're not. Nobody is, though. It's not the – right. That's what I'm saying. So look at Tennessee and how hard our schedule is. But is it's it that totally hard? different. But is it that it hard? Is. That's we what I'm a, saying. Yes. It might not be as hard Does as Georgia you think. Georgia have to play – Huh? It is hard. Our schedule is the tough one of the toughest schedules. What every I'm saying, year. this is what I'm saying. The schedules on paper, yes. The schedules on the field, no. The teams aren't as good as we thought they were. Georgia struggled two weeks in a row. I agree with Zach. I think Tennessee can get a Georgia team. They're not as good as we thought they were. I, I think football is so watered down. These teams are not very good. A Tennessee team could actually fucking run the table just like a KU can right now. Hypo has energy. Leipold has energy. You can't compare KU and Tennessee, though. There's just no fucking way. Huh? I said you can't compare KU to Tennessee and what we're doing compared to KU. I, I can. I can compare them all because I think that, they're you all You can't compare down. the SEC I, to the Big 12. No, you can't, but I, I think you can now because it's watered down. I don't think there's any fucking, no. like... Over, I don't think there's any powerhouse anymore in college football. That's my God honest opinion. I think it is watered down, and anybody can beat anybody. It's been proven all year, Sarah. Yeah, Tennessee's the powerhouse. We're coming back. We're going to see. Back, 
If Tennessee gets fucking drubbed by Vanderbilt, <laughs> you're going to have a problem with me. Dude, Georgia freaking almost got drugged by Mizzou. So why are we arguing? Then you should be saying I'm not football's arguing. not as good. I'm just saying. You should say football's probably not that good, JB. You're right. We're not that no, good. No, we should. It's not. I don't think it's football that's not that good. It's the schedules. It's the resumes that are not that good. I don't know. I think teams aren't very good. I don't think the teams are very good. Um. Well, we know you're going to pick your team every time, so I'm not going to fucking compare them. Not every time. Not every time. KU and Oklahoma State right now, both undefeated, both in the same conference. They're going to have a head-to-head battle here eventually. Um, If KU beats TCU, I'm going to put KU as my favorite to win it just off of culture and how the momentum is going to be swinging towards the KU uh, Jayhawks, I'm gonna actually bet three grand on them at plus three thousand to win the Big Twelve and win me thirty k. Are you down to give me fifteen hundred on that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know. I like KU right now. I'm, I'm, I seriously am. The the reason they beat the way they beat Iowa State gives me a lot of optimistic hope. Because they can win in a shootout. They can win in a low-scoring game. They can win either way. And they're going to end up getting into some weather games. They're going to get into some weather games. And um, can they perform uh, if it gets a little snowy somewhere in this Midwest uh, later on? I don't know. I don't know if they'll get... They, they're they probably the only school that's going to get some snow in the conference. Um, I don't know if Stillwater will get any. Um, in November, um, late October, November, I don't think anyone but Lawrence gets snow. So Manhattan, of course, K-State. But it's going to be interesting playing in some weather and whether they go on the road or if they come to to KU. Can KU really, really run the fucking table? If they beat TCU, I think they can beat Texas, Oklahoma, and I think it's going to come down to them beating K-State last game of the season. Dude, that would be an awesome game to go to, the K-State-KU game. If they really do at the end final, that would be an awesome game to see. Let me get. Let me switch tides here. While we're, 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 we've already went through the first and ten segment of this show. I apologize. I didn't show you the graphic. Um, we've, <laughs> already, we've already got the first down. First down. We've already got the first down. We are in third and long, okay? We're in third and long, uh, just before the climax. Um, speaking of climaxes, um, Sarah, I got to switch gears here for a minute. Um, Antonio Brown, he, he pulls out his dick at a public place. Um, My God. So, I'm, I, I don't, I'm tired of hearing the CTE, perfect, he's got mental issues, perfect fucked him up, he's never been the same, da-da-da. He don't have mental issues, okay? I've known his dad for a long time. His dad coached in JUCO in Kansas. I've known the family. I know who they are and what they're about. He is what's called a shitbird. He's a shitbird. It's nothing else, yeah. nothing more, nothing less. It's a shitbird, and he is a shitbird, and... You don't do that shit and then go rap about it on Instagram story and then do some other shit. Like, first of all, he's a horrible rapper. He's fucking (laughs) god-awful. He's a horrible rapper, A. He is uh, a horrible fucking depiction of a human. 
And any kid that looks up to him and wants to be him is an absolute fucking misled human. And uh, this is who I think Antonio Brown's idol was before he died. I think that that guy is Antonio Brown um, and who he wants to be. I think Antonio Brown wanted to be this guy. And oh, my God. I think Antonio Brown wanted to be this guy so bad that he had to go out and pull out his shit um, in a public setting. Like, Okay, time out. That whole thing, I feel like that whole thing was staged because, one, they're recording it. Two, who leaked it? How do they know? You know what I mean? Like, I've been naked in a pool before, and it's not leaked or anything like that. It's a That whole thing was staged. They were filming it. It, it wasn't like a bystander, like, oh, my God, he whipped out his dangling. Yeah, but but who wants, why would you show that? Why would you want that out there? I don't understand that. Because he's a shit bird. That's what I'm saying. So either way, if it was staged or not, he did it. Right. You know what I mean? I, like, think, I, I think that whole thing, like, that that's just a weird, he's just a fucking weirdo on that part. But when you, when he... Uh, I guess on Instagram when he posted the picture of him and Giselle, that's when I was like, okay, you crossed the line and somebody needs to fuck you up. Wait, what'd he do? He posted a picture of him and Giselle. Him and Giselle doing what? Hugging. Like from the Super Bowl or whatever. When did he do that? It's on IG. But he did it right before or like right during the game. Like as a dig at Tom Brady. Really? Yes. Yeah, he's a shit bird. Um, do we got a picture of it? Mm. Let me ask. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy to me. That means you're vindictive after this man put you Correct. in his house. He put you in his house, by the way. Um, Tom Brady housed you. After no one else wanted you, he got yeah. you on a roster. That is the world we're in, though, Sarah. We are in a fucking unappreciative fucking world. These motherfuckers will throw you under a bus in a New York fucking minute. And it just blows my mind. I I, I really, it blows my mind. Um, Matthew Stafford takes on the 49ers tonight um, in Frisco for Monday Night Football. Um, You know... I like the Rams. I'm a Ram fan, obviously. I like the Rams. Um, I think the Rams get Cam Akers going. I think the Rams, Stafford, and, and Cooper Cup get going. I think the 49ers are going to struggle on offense. I think that the Rams' defense is getting better each week. Um, so he posted that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. that shit on. Like, why do you do that, you fucking cowardly cunt? Like, that's what you are. That's like, bad. He's just a piece of shit. I mean, that's... I don't and understand. after I don't the whole ordeal where he took off his jersey and ran off or whatever, oh, yeah. Tom Brady defended him. I know. But that's why Tom Brady will be have generational wealth, and that's why Antonio Brown will be mm-hmm. broke and looking like Delonte West asking for everyone to feel sorry for him in a year or two. So, um, I just deleted Sarah out. Um, <laughs> so, how about KU um, being the host of College Game Day for the first time? Um, 
I know you're going to go to KU and Lawrence this weekend. Don't tell me you're not going to Lawrence, but you go to fucking Tennessee. I'm not going to Lawrence. It's cold there. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's not that cold right now. I heard it's like, Sean Waffle, are you in here? I heard it's like 75. That's cold. Because it's fucking no. 95 here. It's been 90 here. I can't. I struggled in Tennessee too. It was like really, it was like in the 60s one morning, and I was like, oh my God. Oh. I had to buy sweatpants. I couldn't do it. Um, unbelievable. But it's, I'm excited for them. I think that's a big deal. It should be a really good game. Tickets are only like, what, 60 bucks. So there's no reason they can't sell out a stadium because in Tennessee, it's $900 to get tickets, but we've, we're sold out. Yeah, um, I got an announcement. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna be doing a um, a virtual quarterback training, okay, deal with quarterbacks and coaches online, um, virtually. Plus, I would be doing in-house visits uh, as far as one-on-one. Uh, we're gonna call it Last Chance Q. All right, Last Chance Q for quarterback and for questions and whatever else you want to call it. Query, whatever else fucking cues start, whatever. What isn't there a fucking vegetable with a cue? Come quad or some shit. Um, whatever you want, Sarah. Q is the Q is the fucking main thing here. Quarterback U, last chance Q. I'm gonna do a thing, um, right there, and I'm gonna be doing a virtual training. So anyone interested, make sure you come on over, DM me or email me, coachjb12 at gmail.com. I will get your quarterback right. You know why, Sarah? Because after talking to Will Levis and I'm hearing no. all these hearing all these um, horror stories, we have so many bad quarterback trainers out here coaching these kids in the worst possible way. And I'm just like, dude, I had enough of it. If you want to really fucking do it, let's go. I will get you in. Um, I will get you Are going. Are you coaching, Will? Huh? Are you coaching, Will? No. Well, you should. He needs some help. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, no, for like, I'm I'm not trying to be like that's not a dig, but seriously. We're gonna see. I mean, he's got he's going to the NFL. He's already, he's got an agent already. He's, he's got yeah, right, sort of but he's leading the SEC in interceptions and fumbles. Well, look look at you have to look at so many things. Um there's so many things when you look at it though. They, they you know, you got to go by I compare calling. him to Anthony hey, Richardson. I had a good conversation with him last night. I had a I had a good conversation with him last night about certain things he did. I said as a coach to player and he was he straight up listened, took it. He was great, man. And uh you know, he he had a little mishap there when they scored a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. It was called back for a illegal procedure on offense, false start. And I said, well, whose job is that? He's like, it's mine, coach, you know. Number one job as a quarterback, survey the scene. Number one job for a quarterback, survey the scene. Make sure your guys are set. Man, he knows it. He's going to be better for it. That's why it was going to be a great show today, great conversation uh, today. Um, but unfortunately, he couldn't do it. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I have no ill will towards Will. Um, he was willing to come on and. And it didn't work out. So yeah, um, he's not awful, uh, but he's just not I, I, like he he would really benefit from your help. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I think a lot of them will. I think a lot of them will. Um, let me ask you this: um, uh, 
Why is Dak Prescott so fucking pressing to come? Why is he so tough on coming back so fast? He is Did trying you, to come back. Was he getting back. a haircut in the, the box I, during the game? Is I that what know. was going on? I don't. Is that real? I I think so. I don't know. I haven't heard that. Um, But I want to know this. Is he trying to come back because he's scared that Cooper Rush is fucking 4-0 and he's going to take his job? Dude, I don't know, but. Dak needs to go. He sucks. He has sucked for a long time. This isn't something new. He played at Mississippi State, everyone. So, you know, she only likes Tennessee quarterbacks. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't. JG, awful. Horrible. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I think he's trying to rush back because he sees that Cooper Rush is taking his fucking job. I think he's taking his job right in front of his face. I think he's trying to get back before the pressure gets too immense on him because once, if Cooper Crush goes, Rush goes five, six, and zero, oh, and, and and now you have a, a Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe situation. Do we even bring him back and start him again? No. Well, I'm just telling you that's a tough situation, and and I'm curious to see his character and compare that to a Tom Brady who just took or, or to a Drew Bledsoe who took it. And came back when he was needed in the playoffs to help them win a game to go to the Super Bowl, by the way. Um, I'm very interested to see if this really happens and how Dak Prescott handles it. Curious. He's got to go. I mean, as a coach, you don't make a decision. When you're, when you're winning... With Cooper, do you really make the decision of, oh, okay, Dak, you're back. Let's let's go ahead and put you in. I'm just saying, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady situation. Um, you know, we're gonna see. We're gonna what about see. Tom Brady. What about? Him? I'm almost like thinking, damn, you should have just retired and went out with your glory. Maybe Giselle was right. He threw for 400 yards yesterday. I Okay, but still. He, I, I mean, I'm saying, though, he threw for 400 yards, three touchdowns, and he was 39 of 52. It's almost 80% completion percentage, t- uh, Sarah. He's t- 45. Do you know, I really want to see him go out in such, like, with a bang, with his glory and everything, because he deserves it. He's the GOAT. He deserves it. I don't want to see him just kind of fade into that, like Brett Favre, you know, like, oh, well, he played forever, kind of, you know, like Peyton. Yeah, I mean, Peyton, not with a legacy. So, look, the Bucks had great defense. They've been playing great all year. Yesterday, they don't show up. The Chiefs exposed them in some ways. And Brady still throws for 403 touchdowns. Brady did his part. Defense has to show up, and the team has to play together both. Both sides of football and special teams needs to do it every game. And I think the Bucs can be at the end of this thing. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But oh. having said that, I'm also more optimistic than I was in the beginning when I literally were on this show and I said, I think Tom Brady will struggle at times. I think the Bucs are going to struggle at times. And I think the new head coach, Bowles, being a defensive-minded guy, is similar to what Allen's doing right now. 
the head coach for the Saints. They're struggling on a defensive-minded type of program. When you structure a defensive-minded coach into a football program as a head coach, you end up having that mentality that comes over the offense, and the Saints' offense is struggling. Tampa Bay's offense is struggling. Uh, Albeit, they've had a lot of injuries at wideout, obviously. They got him back last night, and he throws for 400 yards. So... I mean, think about it. I think sky's the limit from here. Get, having Evans back, so. having all these weapons back, um, you know, the, the Bucks can go on a rant and score 40 a game too. Um, but we're going to see. Um, having said that, that division's bad. Atlanta's bad. Uh, Carolina's bad. The Saints look like they're bad. So it looks like the Bucks' division to lose. So... You know, that's kind of where I'm at with that. So maybe they get out of that division as the one and go into the playoffs without really being that good of a team. That's interesting to say the least. The Eagles look like the class of the division. Though Cowboys are playing great on defense. Um, Cooper Rush is managing the game and he's not hurting them. He's not putting them in risky situations on down and distance, uh, similar to what Dak would do. Dak would put the Cowboys in bad situations a lot of times, and Cooper Rush is not putting him in them situations. Cooper Rush is not as, as talented as Dak. He's not a skill set as Dak. He's not an arm talent like Dak. But what he does do is he's safe, he's available, and he doesn't make mistakes. So... Cooper Rush is going to win you football games being very average. And that's just what it is. Average is okay in the NFL sometimes, dog. A lot, you don't have to overdo yourself and try to do the most. How's that working out for fucking Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz? How is it working Mitch out for Trubisky. all those? How, Trubisky. How does it working out for all those quarterbacks that try to do the most? How how about how how's your boy Josh Allen do yesterday struggling trying to do the most until they started running the football they started to balance out their attack and did better they didn't throw the ball seventy fucking times like they did the week against the Miami Dolphins so when I'd you like balance to out see your, a quarterback run huh I like to see a quarterback run and I like to see you might teams run the ball. Yeah, you might want to see the quarterback run. I'm going to tell you right now, the head coach and the owners don't. <laughs> They're paying them too much damn money. Yeah, but, I mean, for example, you're drafting kids like Will Levis who don't make good decisions in the pocket sometimes. So, how? I mean, you can't expect – how do you coach that? Well, Anthony Richardson is a projected first-round draft pick, right? He's garbage. He cannot throw from the pocket. So what do you, how does that translate when you're in the NFL? How do, how do these people coach that? Cause he's going to get annihilated in the NFL. But so is your boy Hendon Hooker or whatever his name is. Well, I don't think Hendon Hooker translate that. I, I, I think just like, I think Hendon is comparable to Tim Tebow. He's Phenomenal in college, but I don't think he's going to translate to the NFL. Hector uh, came out and said, Eddie, who's the producer of the show, by the way, a lot of people don't know, Eddie does a lot of production on the show. He said we can't talk about Dak anymore, so we have to move on to the next subject. So, shout out. Dak fucking Um, sucks. (laughs) Eddie, I swear, Eddie is the 
only producer in America, Sarah. He's the only producer in America that has Boost Mobile and can't hold a conversation. Like, have you ever heard of a production company having Boost Mobile and can't hold a conversation? But yet he wants to produce the show so bad. Like, fuck. Anyway, Dak Prescott can put my balls in his jaws because <laughs> he's <laughs> fucking garbage. And the Cowboys are much better off without him. And yes. I, you know what I want to ask? I want to ask Eddie something. Sarah, and I'm going to ask you for Eddie because Eddie can't hold the conversation. <laughs> let, let me ask you for Eddie. You're Eddie Manyweather, Sarah. You're a Dak lover, cowboy lover, just like you are with Tennessee. If I told you that Cooper Rush was going to win me the NFC East and take us to the playoffs and win a couple playoff games and possibly go to the Super Bowl, would you be fucking perfectly fine with that and say, fuck Dak Prescott? Or would you say, no, I got to have Dak Prescott back. He's my guy. No, no. I would say we're fucking winning. That's what you want your team to do. If you're a diehard, true love homer you want your team to win and it, it doesn't matter it, with tennessee we had a fucking terrible quarterback we had jared garantano and i'm like get this mother pull his scholarship that's my point though like motherfuckers like eddie rather see you look good and lose than look bad and win that shit makes no sense that is right out of white man can't jump eddie you need to fucking go watch White Men Can't Jump and fucking go look at that shit. You'd rather be fucking pretty and lose than fucking ugly and win. That shit blows my mind. Why are we fucking playing the game? Are we going to play the game to win or are we going to play the game to look fucking pretty and do this whole bullshit before the game? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I don't wanna, I'm tired of seeing that weirdo fuck do that shit. Looks like he's fucking jacking off an elephant. I don't want to see this weirdo fuck doing that dumb shit. You want to see that dumb shit? Shit. I don't want to see that shit. That shit hurt my fucking nuts actually doing that. I'm adjusting my balls right now because your fucking ass does some stupid shit like that. Holy fuck. You probably like Russell Wilson and his weird ass too. Dude, I am... I have to watch that again. Like, I cannot even fathom. I'm baffled. That is not real. What? He is so creepy. Who? Russell. <sighs> Fuck, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw that. Um... <laughs> you... Sarah, I just don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like. We got to see what he's listening to also. Oh, man, dog. We like the dumb shit. That's what Eddie and these fans like, the dumb shit. They want to see this dumb shit. Like, 
They rather see that dumb shit that's clickbait for retweets and shit over the motherfucker that just goes out and gets it done. Like, it blows my fucking mind, dog. Holy shit. Why don't they ever climb the pocket using those hips in the fucking game, though? Have you noticed that shit? Have you noticed he don't ever do that in the game? Have you ever seen that motherfucker do that in the game? What is he doing? He ain't never done that in the game. Sarah, that motherfucker does that bullshit and then fucking runs out. (laughs) What do I know? Um, He's sure trying to get back, Sarah. He's trying to get back fast. He wants back because he knows he's about to lose his fucking job. (laughs) He's probably listening to like fucking, uh, like fucking some weird ass fucking Guns N' Roses. Just he's probably listening to some bullshit, fucking some rock shit. I guarantee he's listening to some weirdo shit. He ain't listening to to Shakira. Hey, he not listening to Future on that motherfucker. Katy Perry. Yeah, like California girls. <laughs> um, something like fuck. Um, all right, Sarah, here we go. Legit, hyped, or yet to be determined? Here we go. Alabama, are they legit, hyped, or yet to be determined? Mm, I don't know. I think that you have to go with their legit because they don't. I mean, who they're they're Alabama. Um, I'm I'm kind of worried. Um, legit, hyped or yet to be determined, Kansas University to be determined only because of history. I don't think you're saying right. that because of this year's games. Right, it's just more like. I say it all the time as being a ball fan. I have battered ball syndrome. It's the same thing as Kansas. You just kind of, you, you're getting excited and then you're like, all right, let's see what we do. But these other people are like, oh, we want Bama. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? I'm not even saying that right now. Legit hyped or yet to be determined. Ole Miss. Hyped. Legit hyped or yet to be determined. USC. I think they're legit. Legit hyped or yet to be determined. Oklahoma State. Legit. If they went out, you know, they're in the fucking Final Four. Mm-hmm. And so is USC. And there's going to be a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan that is going to be either out or put in over one of those teams if Georgia and Alabama can ultimately meet in the fucking finals again and they give the one-loss team into the tournament, which they're going to do. So Georgia and Alabama will be back in. One of them will lose in the in the SEC title game. And, Georgia will. Huh? I think Georgia's overhyped. That was my next team. Legit, hyped, or yet to be determined, Georgia. Overhyped. Really? They've had you two do weeks. Not, two weeks struggle. Do not let Mizzou 
holy shit. Like I felt like I was in the twilight zone and then they struggled with Kent state. What, what is going on? I don't know. Who's Georgia got this week? I honestly don't know. Um, pull it up. Um, I mean, who knows? I don't know who, who the thing is, are, are they really looking ahead that, you know, I don't know if you can look ahead that far ahead. Kent State and lose to almost Missouri, and then you got to worry about, um, what is this week? October, uh, oh my God, I have no idea. Is it October? Oh, it's October 3rd. No, I mean, this weekend's games will be what, the 7th, 8th? Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be the I'm pretty sure the eighth or whatever. Um so Georgia Hold on. Georgia play They play Florida. Who do they play? See it. I don't know, they may have a bye. I don't see them. Oh, they play Auburn. Auburn. They play Auburn. Oh, my God. They play Auburn. Well, they struggle against Mizzou. Hmm. We'll see. They struggle. They're struggling. Um, KU and TCU arguably is the game of the week. Is it not? <sighs> yeah. I mean, Oklahoma For- State, Texas Tech, UCLA, Utah is a, another huge implicating game. That's an implicating yes, game. Yes, that's a big game. That's a very big game. Ohio State, Michigan State. Michigan State looks like absolute fucking horrible. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of other intriguing games on the mat. On the on LSU and Tennessee. You know the game that is a scary one. Wake Forest has to play Army, and I don't believe that's a game you want to want to play this time of the year. Wake Forest does not want to go play a triple option Army team that's going to cut your legs out all day. Um, mm. Very, very bad matchup for Wake Forest. You're hearing it right now here on this show. Very, very intriguing game to watch. I would take Army and the points. Um, Iowa, Illinois is interesting. Alabama a and are interesting only because the get back Not and the really. whole bullshit. But Oh, my gosh. Did you see Saban's press conference? He went off. Did he? Mm-hmm. Tennessee LSU, obviously. Um, Nebraska Rutgers. <laughs> um, so that that being said, you know, I don't know. I like I like uh, I, I like this. There's some interesting picks we're gonna make later in the week. Um, all right, let me let me test your NFL skills. Legit hyped or yet to be determined. Dallas Cowboys for Eddie Manyweather. Hmm. Yet to be determined, because <laughs> if the deck comes back, then they suck. That's what I'm saying, though. I'm not. A, I'm. I, they're not consistent enough for me at all phases of the football. And they beat a Washington team. They beat a Giants. You can't team. trust them right now. That's like the girlfriend you can't trust. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. Um, buy or sell the the Bucks. Um, after they've lost two, um, they're two and two, you know, they've struggled with injuries like they've done every year though. Um, 
Yeah, I think they're legit. Really? We're going to mm-hmm. see. I think their defense travels, even though they had a letdown yesterday against Kansas City. I think their defense will travel. They'll, they'll sure that up. And uh, interesting to see Kansas City. I, I'm not sold on Kansas City yet either, by the I'm way. I'm not either. I'm not sold on them, by the way. Uh, Vikings and Eagles uh, intrigue me. Uh, Eagles may be the best team in football right now today. <laughs> Jalen Hurts might be playing the best of any quarterback right now today, to be honest. Um, it's crazy that I say this, but the Eagles' D-line travels, their defense travels, their O-line and run game travel, and Jalen Hurts playing as well as he is right now. He did not have a great game yesterday. He struggled. This is my worry for him. I don't like the inconsistency. That's why I said these guys are not sustainable, and they have to prove to me over a long period of time. They just have not done so, and I'm I'm scared, but I got Jalen Hurts as – I give him a lot of credit for changing his mechanics and breaking a lot of bad habits over a year and coming back in uh, as a whole new quarterback, in my opinion. He has impressed me to death. Uh, I'm still not totally sold. Like, I wouldn't bet my house on him. Um, But it is what it is. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins is inconsistent. Um, But... Vikings are loaded. I think they're loaded. I think they can come out of the NFC North. I think them and Green Bay is going to come down to the wire, even though they've already beat Green Bay once. Um, I don't think Green Bay's. I think they're overhyped. I, it's tough, and I man. think Aaron Rodgers is pissed. Yeah, he is because there's no wideouts. And I agree with Matt McChesney. Right. I agree with Matt McChesney. NFL is very watered down right now. Like, there's there's not a lot of good teams. There's more bad teams, even though the NFL level is all, of course, competitive and the best we've you know, in the world, it's still very, very uh, watered down football in the NFL. And yeah, I'm curious to see. I mean, it's, it's yet to be determined on how good these teams really are. Like New England's a bad football team. Obviously, they have no weapons on the perimeter. They, hey, they have no weapons on the perimeter. Their defense looks lackluster. Um, they, they're, they're not impressive. Mac Jones is out. This backup quarterback looked the same as him to me. He, he looked about the same as Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not a very talented quarterback. He's just a very nutty, gutty, winner, winning quarterback. He's not a really talented kid. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the Kenny Pickett era did arrive yesterday. I thought it arrived. Did I not tell you that Kenny Pickett would be the guy? Yeah, he's shitty, though, but yeah. Okay, he threw he threw three picks, no touchdowns. They lost. Yeah, he did. I thought he did two touchdowns. Ran he? And he ran them in. He ran them in. He did a lot better than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he threw three picks though. Oh, oh but what does that matter? I mean, that's, that's Will what... Levis can throw picks, and then it leads the SEC in picks and and. Fumbles and Anthony Richardson, but they're number one draft picks. No, they're not. They are first round draft picks. That is what the word on the street is. They always say that right now. They're not. They suck. You're going to see linemen. Will Levis is not You're going to see O-linemen, D-linemen, corners. You're going to see those guys taken first. Um, God, I hope. You'll see that. You'll see them taken out. You'll see them taken out uh, earlier. Um, Cedric Tillman. Yeah, you know, it's just like, fuck. Yeah, Joe, I got dogs. I got all kind of shit going on, man. I'm getting some head underneath the desk right now. You don't even know. <laughs> um, 
Andy Dalton comes back 20 of 28 for 236 and a touchdown. They play in London, Sarah. Are you a fan of the London games at 6.30 in the morning? No. Play where you need to Like, what the fuck? Why are we even doing this? Is it just because it's like a trending thing? So I do the morning show. You know, I do the morning show, and I got a guy on there that helps me co-host, Nick Eaton, and we just go back and forth with football stuff, only NFL stuff. And he likes it because he said he could wake up and have football all day long. I'm just like, dude, I drink at night on Saturday. I don't want to wake up at 6 in the morning and watch fucking London game. Um, no. Hey. And it's like, uh, fuck. But I did have to get up because I, I, I smoked some pulled pork, some uh, some some uh I smoked a butt roast and I, I saw I some, that. It was good. It was good as hell. Um, I made that and I got up early and did that. One of my friends came over and watched the games all day, so I I started that up at about seven. So I was up watching the game actually, and it was actually a decent game. That the kick saved me and kept me in the money, even though I ended up losing at the end because um, Jacksonville fucked me. I picked them to actually cover versus the Eagles six and a half. They were up fourteen nothing. I was looking like a fucking genius, and then they end up getting. They're down 21-14. I'm like, fuck. But they held off to lose. <laughs> they lost by eight. Um, Kirk Cousins, very inconsistent. 25-38, 273, one touchdown, one pick. He's got great weapons out there. He's got two good running backs, good old line. Uh, defense isn't bad. And uh, he is another inconsistent QB um, in the NFL. So, I don't know. But here's my hot take, Sarah. I said it on my morning show today for everyone listening. I want to let you know. Aaron Glenn, who's on Hard Knocks, a lot of people like him, Detroit Lions defensive coordinator. They have the worst defense in possible NFL history, in my opinion. I think they're the worst defense I've seen in a long, long time. And I think he needs to be fired today. And MDC needs to fire him. And it's unfortunate. I like the kid. I like the guy. I think the kids like him. I think the players like him. Um. He is just not, some coaches are made to be coordinators, some coaches are made to be position coaches, and some guys are made to be head coaches. He's not a coordinator. He needs to be a DB. Um, Venables is not a head coach. He needs to be a coordinator. There's just certain guys you know that fit certain spots, and Aaron Glenn, as much as I like him and, and and a great player he was, he's not a defensive coordinator in the NFL, and... It is bad, bad football being played in Detroit. And you know what? They have the number one offense in the NFL. They score a lot of points. Matt, uh, Jared Goff has putting up a lot of numbers. They have weapons. And they scored 45 points yesterday without St. Brown at wideout. Um, to a Seattle Seahawks team with Geno Smith as the starter. Beat them, Sarah. That's not really good. You, you, that should be a fireable offense. You should fire the entire defensive staff, in my opinion. But MDC, everyone fell in love with because of hard knocks. He needs to make a grown man decision and fire the D coordinator to show the league and show his team he's about winning and he's accountable for this action. He cannot be happy and accept this defense to be this fucking atrocious. Because they're scoring 40 points a game on offense and losing. So somebody has to get their fucking job taken. And if you don't fire this guy, MDC, it's going to be you next. So 
I don't know if you watch a lot of NFL, but the Lions are giving up ass. Like, they're pulling down their pants and bending over and taking um, taking your boy in the ass. Anthony, uh, Antonio Brown, um, homeboy. They're taking him in the ass. Um, where's that pitcher at? Fuck. Um, but they're the Lions. I mean, do you really expect them to ever be anything? Hey, Mac, we got to put those pitchers in the... Uh, in the um, other deal. But, yeah, they're going to take this dude in the ass. Um, that's what Ew. the Lions are doing right now. Sarah said, ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know about that deal right there. I don't know about this guy's picture. I, I saw it, it was trending. Didn't he die? I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Oh, you don't know that guy? No. I don't know that guy. He's like he made he was trending for a while years ago because he did he that's the picture it doesn't show the whole picture obviously but his whole dick and nuts are hanging yeah and he's sitting Ew. there and it came viral I guess and I got, I just got the chills Ew. I haven't seen him I don't know but apparently he's got a big dick I guess obviously but that's actually the picture of this motherfucker made it viral apparently he died though well probably if it's so giganormous then he probably died of heart failure you couldn't get enough blood to it <laughs> I mean. but yeah i agree roger dawson you should become a member um antonio brown is a is an attention-seeking whore sarah he is trying to make himself relevant again and he is so irrelevant like he is an attention-seeking whore I don't understand. He's so fucking bad at life. He's bad at life, Sarah. Yes, people like that should not be given limelight. He has cost, costed himself probably two contracts. Um, think about it, Sarah. Wide receivers in the NFL mm. market has increased tenfold in the last year. Cooper Cup, Evans, Godwin. Um, Devontae Adams. All these co- all these guys got big bags. And the, the market is high. A.B. could have easily got paid. Yeah, he should have shut his mouth. And he's fucking... But he wants to bust, pull his dick out. Mm. It's crazy. I don't get it. I don't know. Um... Make sure you guys head on over to betonline.ag. Go on over to coachjbstore.com. Grab you some merch. Um, And uh, I got books on there, posters. We got bikinis. And like I said, if you guys go over there and you purchase something, send us the receipt. Um, We will send you a bottle of vodka signed, and you will be enrolled in the giveaway. Uh, I want to make an announcement to all my California Californians. October 22nd, a Saturday from 3 to 8 p.m., I'm going to be hosting and launching my cigar, Slapdick Cigar, in Newport Beach, California, at a place called High Times. I will be there 3 to 8 p.m. I will be there signing my book. I will be taking pictures. I will be chilling. We will be smoking. We'll have my cigars for sale at High Times in Costa Mesa, Newport Beach border. It's called High Times Costa Mesa. It is a huge cigar lounge, and it has all the liquor you can ever imagine. October 22nd, 
3 to 8 p.m. Sarah will be there naked, by the way, so make sure you show up. I'll see you guys there. Peace. <laughs> no, uh, no, Sarah won't be there, but um, we are going to be there doing a launch for my cigar. So in California, in Newport Beach, high times, October 22nd, mark it down, come out, enjoy, get you a couple sticks, get you some liquor. They have everything. They even have wine tasting, um, little cheese and crackers, all you uppity fucks, you can do it. And if you come, you come, it is in a location that is full of bars all around. You can walk up and down the street and... And if you are a serial killer or a weirdo, <laughs> creepy fuck, stay away. Don't come. I will have the homies hidden out in the cut. You will not know where they are, and they will peel your motherfucking cat back. So, uh, having said that, um, we we got to get ready to go watch this Monday night football game. I'll be yes. I'll be sending a lot of videos out there. Of course, you'll see those. And uh, appreciate everybody that's liking those. They're they're they've been getting some great traction, and. Uh, Make sure you tune in in about 30 minutes to the Whitlock, Jason Whitlock Fearless Show. I was on there today again. Every Monday I'm on there. Make sure you go hear my takes on quarterbacks with Jason Whitlock, 4 p.m. Pacific. He launches live on YouTube on Fearless with Jason Whitlock. And uh, make sure you head on over to Coach JB Store. Get you all things short, fat, skinny, and tall. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Pacific, for the wake-up show. And then again tomorrow, me and uh, Sarah Blake, we have special guests coming on tomorrow. Peter Groff, who is a journalist, uh, Colorado, Denver Denver Bronco, Colorado Buff uh, journalist. If you don't follow him on Twitter, go ahead and follow him. Um, Peter Groff will join us tomorrow. And he will be joining us is a guy named Kevin Daly. I call him Twix, grew up with him. Good friend of mine, you may not know the name, but you guaranteed know who he is. He was the head of the, what the fuck are the names? Uh, Har- <laughs> Har- sorry, I had a brain freeze. Harlem Globetrotters. He was the head of the Harlem Globetrotters. He was also Michael Jordan's stunt double in a lot of commercials. And he is big in the cigar industry now. He's big speak, motivational speaker all across America. He played basketball at UCLA. Um he is a uh, pretty famous person. Uh, he goes by Mr. Trotter, Globe Trotter. He was the head Globe Trotter, by the way, for the last 12, 13 years. Uh, Kevin Daly, make sure you follow him. He'll be on tomorrow. And uh, this week, we also have a few ladies on the show joining us. Uh, Sarah's going to enjoy them. Uh, one of them's a mental health specialist. We're going to ask her about Delonte West and the real f- truth about. The difference between mental health and mental weakness. I can't wait to have that conversation. Plus, she's a sports buff and is going to break down all things uh, that way. And then we have a a few other big-time guests this week. We'll announce as this week goes along. So, um, we appreciate you. The after hours um, and the after party is going to be members only. So, if you're a member, there will be a link for you. Um... And my boy Steve Max going to post it. Um, so if you guys are a member, you're allowed to come on in. If you're not a member, make sure you're a member. Like I said, we're probably only going to be member uh, everyone for the next week or so. Then we're going members only. So appreciate you guys. Pound the like button before you get out of here. There's the StreamYard link right there. It's in the chat. That is for the after hours and the after party. So that is going to be members only, by the way. And uh, we'll, me and Sarah will stick around for about five minutes. Sarah's got to get out of here. She's got to go feed the kids. So 
I don't want to hold it too long. Uh, we'll take about five questions if you guys want to call in. Other than that, we're out. We'll see you tomorrow, 6 a.m. for the wake-up, 1 p.m. Pacific for the show. The Coach AB Show with Sarah Blake. Join us and uh, hit the like button on the way out of here. Me and Sarah will stick around for five minutes, take some calls, and uh, use the link right there for members only. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any... Any type of, uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture that we have. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.